glory in the legends of this hard muscle life. And there's poetry in each season made of sweat and strife. But now's the time to work and strain at a sport that tests the spirit and challenges the brain. Come on, come on, come on. Let's go. Yeah, I'd like to have 75 degrees of sunny all the time, too, but that's not football. Do you fear the force of the wind, the slash of the rain? We're going to play us through light and rain. Go face them and fight them. Be savage again. Welcome into the Put Me In Coach podcast, everybody. Bobby Blanco, Tom Natale, Ian Foster. We also have Tom the Rag Casumpus in studio with us, and Gregory Porter calling on the line from Baltimore. Say hi, Gregory. Oh, hey, everybody. Thank you. Nice and crystal clear on our new soundboard. Thank you so much to Roadcaster for sponsoring our new soundboard. It is <laughs> nice plug. So nice. Um, this is the soundboard that I use uh, at work for the Mass on All Access podcast, and plug. it's been yeah. Uh, <laughs> About goddamn time since we got this, and um, this is going to make our podcasting so much better moving forward, so we hope that you guys, uh, the listeners, continue to follow along on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or SoundCloud, the the OG uh, way to subscribe to the Mass and All Access Podcast. Also, check it out on uh, social media, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Give us a follow, um, and spread the word. Um, They can hear the soundboard now. It's great. Yeah, you can hear the soundboard. Hey, Bob. Speaking of great, Porter, Virginia's doing great. Porter, what's the over under on you coming to the podcast now with this? And for the, so, I'm going to say for the next year, the over under is set at ten. Ten percent or ten times? Ten times. No, it's definitely going to be over. So I was thinking about that too. Like just the moment we this. got this, just like I know the first thing Ian's going to talk about <laughs> is that because he lives in Baltimore, he's not to show up anymore. Because we've got this new soundboard. No, sir. Well, to be uh, fair, to, to be, be fair, fair, to be fair, to be fair. <laughs> we all talk about it. I'm just the one who's going to say it on the air to you. Correct. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm assuming that was a worry for me. No, uh, since uh, uh, the promotion, whatever works, just been nuts. It's before. It's during tax time. It's you know, Humble just bread. long days. My you hit my me with all these legit words. I don't like it. Every other week would be that plus also the the clutch or the the, the clinch in this is that I, I have a place to stay so i'm not like driving back at like midnight because we always start so late true because um, mm-hmm. tom's got to teach and like we've all got our other stuff that we got to do so to then go to 12 and then drive an hour back and then wake up at five to get ready to go to work just like it's just it's I've done it a couple times. It's brutal. And I then um, can't. baseball season starts too. And then, right. You know, so that's going to be Hold on. Lead into my next point. So, Porter, well, for everybody, one of the best features also about this board is that it records on a SD card, a micro SD card. So we have backups. So, knock on wood, there should be no reason for lost episodes anymore. Porter, you we'll, hear that? Yeah. We'll always have backups. Yes. Um, fucking Bobby proof. It is, it is Bobby Proof. And again, I just explained that I use this for work, so like Bobby, you should be able to know how to use Very it. Very familiar with it. Right. Um, also, it's so easy to work. So talking about baseball season, I'm hoping I can teach you guys how to use it, and then you guys can still record if I'm not here. I mean, you guys meaning me. Yes. yes. I mean, with an SD card, you need it. I mean, you guys just need a recording software, i.e. GarageBand or something easy. Even with an SD right. card, if you just record it on the SD card, um, and then somehow like email me the file. That's all you need to do too, and then I can do the rest. Okay. So yeah, if if we figure out how to, if I can teach you guys how to use this thing, even in the baseball season, if I can't make it for 
one week or for whatever reason, there should be no reason why you guys can't still record if you want to, or okay. you and Ian, or we can do emergency pods if necessary. Sure. Um, for, yes. Because with this calling app, you know, Tom, if this is at your basement, you can just boop, 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 go down, call in one of us, um, and then we can talk about it for like, you know, 20 minutes or whatever, and then do like emergency little pods. So Done. this, uh, this board is going to change our lives, fellas. So also, if you're listening, please let us know how it sounds. I think it sounds a lot better. Obviously, we're just listening to it as we record, so we're not exactly sure. But hopefully, the audio quality, like after the fact, is um, is much better as well. Yeah, you guys, as far as calling in, sounds so much better than before the like Jimmy Rig setup we were using of right. the microphone by the like phone speaker, and it just it's it's a, a lot better on my end at least. So hopefully, my voice comes in pretty clear. And this also opens the door for call-in guests, like yep. if we uh, get Robert Henson on again. Robert Henson on again. If we ever get uh, Steve Buckhans, and you can't make it to Tom's house, and or or even um, Johnny, Johnny Holiday, you know, if if you know late night Tuesday nights just don't yeah, work for might them, might have to delete my anti-turgeon tweets with that one. Can just <laughs> can just call in. And, Stay strong, um, brother. <laughs> and it, it's it's as easy as pie. So yeah, this board hopefully will make the Put Me in Coach podcast that much better and that much more enjoyable to listen to moving forward. All right, God, he's good. Kiss it off the glass. Uh, Tom and Ian are facing a giant screen, watching the Wizards try to rapidly catch up with the Bucks. They're down the thirty. Over yeah. is well over. What well, the over the over is gone. gone. Yeah. Um, but I do have a couple parlays, and then I also have the money line. So, so we're going to get to the nitty-gritty also on that line, on, on that note, too. We're getting to the nitty-gritty of the podcast in a second. But I back to Porter never coming back again, and he says that's <laughs> not going to happen. But I had an idea. Of a, uh, <laughs> I had an idea of um, a segment, a new segment we can do moving forward. Obviously, sports gambling is closer than it is has ever been. It's going to happen. It's going to be here. Um, oh, Dan Snyder, our boy. Just, <laughs> Artie's already wanting to rebuild FedEx Field and enter a. a um, I'm still not a, going to your stupid sports gambling stadium. book. Bo- um, ah, so it's here right now. So I was thinking maybe sometime this year or as it gets more and more prevalent, start a uh, an Iggy's best bets bit, <laughs> where Ian talks about some of the best bets that he uh, he is seeing, and then talks about the gambling world of sports. Or right. Iggy's bad. Should yeah, we have our own what, bad beat segment? What, bad beat segment. This behavior. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, once it's legal. (laughs) Hopeless, I apologize. Once it's legal. Hey, it just is what it is. And Raggy can be our uh, DraftKings guru. There it is. Hell yeah. Um, So I (laughs) I think we we might. Orioles plus 50,000 is is the one to do. (laughs) Orioles plus 50,000. I don't care. Antonio Brown for McCaffrey. If John Mellencamp ever wins an Oscar. It was Evan Ingram, <laughs> a very, very rich, rich man. man. <laughs> I was going to say that too. Uh, you know, we, I know we created a monster with Rag when I got a text a few days ago asking <laughs> if there's going to be a fantasy league for the XFL. It's, it's, I mean, it's incredible. I, uh, I it's, it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, on that note, too, please thank you. The PMIC boys and gals are officially going to the opening day at the XFL. Oh, defenders first. Also, they're playing the Seattle Dragons. That's what I'm saying. How can Dragon not go? <laughs> How can go? Dragon yeah. not go? I mean, talk to her. <laughs> no, that, sounds challenging. Like, that sounds like a fiance's job. Yeah, that's your fiance. <laughs> She's just my friend. My um, fiance. So, yeah, we'll be coming back with a full report on the XFL, def- uh, the DC Defenders in the coming weeks, so can't wait for that. 
All right. Hey, before we uh, before we started, just wanted to say uh, I know uh, I know we talked about it beforehand, but uh, thanks to uh, Gary Brooks for uh, listening. If you are now, he went to high school with uh, Ian and I, and apparently he's uh, my brother. And thanked us for uh, or congratulated us on our hundredth episode. So thank you very much for uh, yeah, thank you. That. That's, That's awesome. awesome, Gary. Hope we have no uh, idea. Doing well, okay, that's doing well. Hell yeah, Gary. <laughs> Yeah, it's thank perfect. you. Yeah, it's appreciate true. everyone listening. And uh, we we were actually just talking about that before we started recording. That like every now and then we just get random people who say they listen in, and we really appreciate it. Yeah, um, this is something we, we talked about some the hundredth episode too. But it's something we do for fun. We love doing it. It's we don't make money off it. We just like getting together once a week and talking about sports and our lives and stuff like that. So we really appreciate everyone who listens in and gives us <laughs> sometimes two plus hours out, out of their week <laughs> to listen to um, to our episodes. <laughs> oh, we got a snort. Yeah, that's a snort. That was a snort. It's not a Healy snort, but that's But, a, I mean, if this is, uh, we, we've done a multitude of different kinds of podcasts, celebratory ones, mm-hmm. ones where we feel completely beat up, but uh, th- this is an, an another, uh, this doesn't hold a candle to, obviously, what we're going to talk about primarily tonight, and that's with the uh, passing of Kobe Bryant and his young daughter and the, uh, I believe, seven other victims that were, um, fell fell to this helicopter crash on sunday um i I, it's really i I mean there's so much to think about and it's one of those moments that in my opinion at least it's i'm gonna remember where i was i remember what i'm what i was doing and just my jaw hitting the floor and just really just pleading praying please don't be true please don't be true i mean this is uh uh, just a global not just like a, a national shock this is a global global shock yeah, I think a lot of factors play into that. It obviously being so sudden, it wasn't like he was sick or anything. Right, it, exactly. Um, it was a, a freak, horrific accident. Um, he was a guy who's 41 years old, only four years removed from the league, not even. He retired in 2016, so we're not even at the end of the 2020 season in the NBA yet. So under four years removed from being in the league, Um and he was a face that everybody knew. And, you know, he was just a couple months ago doing appearances on Jimmy Kimmel and The Ellen Show. And um, LeBron you know, just passed his scoring record that, right. the day a, before. That's, that's the other that's thing, the too. That's the craziest part. The, the crazy. And so it was the, the, just. The, it was the day before, right? The day before. It was the night before. Less than not 12 even, hours before he yeah. died. Yeah. So, um, and then also all the stuff he did off the court. Um, obviously being a big ambassador for women's basketball and women's sports. Women's he was sports. a huge U.S. women's national team, uh, soccer team supporter. Uh, he loved soccer, obviously, growing up in Italy. Um, so it really ju- it wasn't just the NBA. It wasn't just L.A. It wasn't mm. just the United States. It was a global, worldwide um, sporting impact and uh, pop culture impact, cultural thing. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, it really shook everything to the bone. It really... I. Got chills thinking about it. I mean, I was really Still upset all chills. day Sunday, yeah, all day Monday. Yeah. Today was a little better, but even like hearing news reports and stuff like that, it, it's it's tough. And I think you know the really bone chilling facts for me was was that LeBron just passed him on the all time scoring list less than twelve hours before as a Laker in Philly, which was the U.S. hometown of Kobe, yeah, where he grew where up. he grew up and played high school, before, uh, and Joe Bryant and Joe Bryant's uh, a team. Mm-hmm. His dad was his uh, right. seven sixer, right. and they were coming. Back, the Lakers were coming back and playing their next game, which has been since postponed against the Clippers, the other mm-hmm. L.A. team, as the home team at, at the Staples Center. So it was just all those kind of factors putting it together, um, which re- really made it kind of surreal and bone chilling and. 
And then, of course, we, we haven't even talked about or touched on deeply the loss of Gianna G-G. too, and mm-hmm. the seven other people on that helicopter. Yeah. So it was just an all around, just horrific, horrific, uh, a day. Honestly, yeah. Sunday was, uh, a, was I, a really tough day. I um, I was watching the Maryland game, and as we may watch Maryland games, it's not easy to watch, of course. And um, as soon as that happened, I I, I just felt like I, I couldn't get off my couch the rest of the day. Yeah. Rest of the night, and I just I. I mean, I've never met Kobe Bryant, of course, and you know, I, but I, I feel like we grew up with him because I mean, he was in the league for twenty years, and like we saw him grow up yep. from an arrogant, cocky little, you know, what him. to you know, just someone that I had the utmost respect for as an athlete. So, um, it, it's just I, the only thing that I can really kind of compare it to was, and we were young, but like Princess Diana dying, and it's funny you said that. I, when I was watching CNN about it with Wolf Blitzer and Bob Costas, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure which one com- which one said this, but uh, one of them compared the loss of Kobe Bryant to the loss of Elvis Presley back yeah. in the back in the day, how he sure. died suddenly, and you know, from this and the other. But uh, it just the impact that he had was, uh, as as Bobby said, was w- w- worldwide. And yeah, uh, yeah. It, I mean, like as you said, like, like we're talking about, like where where you where you were when he when you heard the news and stuff. It was just, I mean, you couldn't get, I couldn't get off my couch. It was, yeah. it was weird. I found myself tearing up. It was many it was, times, many times. I mean, I don't mean to put this in like a joking matter or even make this as a slight towards Rag because as the news came going, you know, obviously we were talking about in the PMIC group chat. I was talking about it with um, my friends Mike and Ian. Oh, everybody, like just Megan and I were talking about it. My parents texted me, and not that you're not that Rag is, you know. In and out of sports, but Rag and I only ever really text one on one about Marvel and Star Wars. Pretty much, and the fact that you were texting me about a sports icon meant that obviously this is a big deal. Yeah, huge. and and I'm, you're a basketball guy first and foremost, so it's not surprising. But mm. like, it's just like it, it was like it hit people who like my mom, like was choked up. Obviously, the loss of a daughter. Yeah, as a parent, that I mean, hurts. I, yeah, but like she knows who Kobe Bryant is, and right. you know, you know, grew up watching his career. Um, as he like progressed through the NBA, and she, you know she could care less about basketball or, or sports. So it's 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 something like you know I don't think there's it's hard to put uh, you have to be yeah you'd have to be super super young to not know who Kobe Bryant is mm-hmm. and not have had him be a part he's, or affect your life in one way or another. Yeah, whether he's you a watch part of the, the game or you know something like that. He's a part of the one name Nick Cl- uh, one name club. Definitely. All yeah. you have to do is just say Kobe, and yep. you know exactly who we're talking about. Not the beef. Yeah, you know how many like there's not many people throughout world history that you could just say based off of one name who they are. Yeah, and, and he's in that category. And it really just speaks to his, you know, what he did as an athlete, but just and how he could inspire even those that didn't like him. Right. Exactly. Hundred percent. You know, the, I mean, and that was so impressive about him was that he triggered an emotional reaction from you one whether it was out of love and admiration or whether it was jealousy and and animosity right like he he just had that much of an impact it was uh you you could not ignore it and especially if you're a basketball fan it was the respect level you have for him as as a basketball fan or just Mm -hmm. a a fan of sports in general you just i mean as you said like it's it was hard. It was it was it was hard watching him play because he was so good and like you know you were Wizards fans and you yeah. know, this and he was our technically our rival, but he, the respect level was always there for Kobe Bryant because of how, how incredible he was on and off the court too. I mean, we'll forget he's he's also an Academy Award winner, mm-hmm. like an Oscar. Yeah, Oscar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, the same yeah, thing. That's the same. This is the same yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 that's what I meant. But like it's the, yeah. For I mean, what? he could, that little uh, short documentary story. short story. It was it was a an, deer short, basketball short oh. animated. Yeah. Um. 
Yeah, and that that also kind of just like goes along with the lines of he was one of those guys where whatever he wanted to do, he was going to be the best at. Right. Mm-hmm. And, he was writing children's books. And that's like, and that's, I think that's a part, like when people talk about the Mamba mentality, I, he was nicknamed was the Black Mamba, mm-hmm. Mamba mentality. Also, who else has a mentality named after them or like a mindset? And that's where I think people sometimes get confused and people who don't know Kobe very well or of Kobe very well, where they just apply that just to being an athlete or basketball where it's like, oh, I'm going to beat you and, and be com- super competitive. Well, no, he applied that to every aspect of his life. He had that Mamba mentality of being a husband, being a father, being a director of a short store, whatever it was, uh, writing children's books, you know, being a coach, whatever it was. That's, you know, being an ambassador for women's sports and the U.S. national team in terms of basketball, you know, whatever, whatever it was, he was going to do it better than anyone else has ever done it. He wasn't going to let anyone outwork him. Yeah. Everything- and it was just so admirable everything he did was a was a type a athlete in all yeah. aspects of life yeah in my opinion so rag you lived la for eight years right correct can you be la is a transient city right and while you were there they didn't have a football team correct and uh you know the los angeles kings you know hockey's lowest on the totem pole right. i would assume out there so you really got well they're winning stanley cups yeah you got the lakers and you right. got the dodgers and you know it's the lakers that have you know just a, a following of the masses and can you kind of just elaborate on the relationship between L.A. and Kobe Bryant and just um, Kobe? You know, I've never sympathized for Lakers fan, Lakers fans before. And exactly. So yeah. when I when I when I was out there for eight years, um, every person uh, people went to college with the, with uh, this, that, and the other. They saw him as like like just like godlike figure, a, a godlike figure. Exactly. I mean, he he was he was just revered so highly, and. Um, I mean, I remember watching, you know, the finals with him and, and uh, the Lakers against uh, the Celtics back-to-back years and stuff, and it was Some unreal series, unreal series. And I have, series I, have, I have a story about that later, but uh, yeah, you know, the, I mean, my friends in LA were completely devastated. Yeah, I mean, and it's something as locals we can relate to with the loss of Sean Taylor, right? But you know, I, I feel like that was more of just a localized. Mm. You know, day of mourning as you know something as as significant as this. Yeah, I don't know if I. That's my first thought too. My first instinct was to compare it to um, Sean Taylor, and I think that's the reason they're different is because Sean Taylor was just in the very beginning of his career. Everyone mm-hmm. kind of knew. I mean, if you're a football fan, he knew who Sean Taylor was. I don't Absolutely. know if he. I mean, he obviously didn't reach the level. That Kobe did, but he probably was on his way. I mean, the football equivalent right now would be Tom Brady, and um, he plays quarterback though and has won six championships. So, but it being so localized, like I, I, I compare them in in the fact that it was I know exactly where I was, who I was talking to when I found out that he had been shot. I know exactly where I was um, when I found out that he had passed. Um, I'll never forget that, and uh, and I heartbroken heartbroken mm-hmm. and there's kind of i mean you, i mean similar in that you lost a father like a family lost a father and a husband figure um you know that his daughter has grown up without her dad never knew her dad his wife or gr- whatever it was grew up without her significant other uh for the rest of his, their lives um and obviously we lost a tremendous football player someone who we idolized being redskins fans but i mean it's just it doesn't reach the global level that I think other people not from DC or who are not Redskins right. fans can relate to. Global's the key word. Yeah, yeah. Uh, because like like Rag said, you know, I mean, yes, 
on the on the court, you probably if you did if you weren't a Lakers fan, you you probably hated Kobe just because he was going to destroy you. Mm-hmm. But everyone respected Kobe. That there's a reason that every year the Lakers game is one of the toughest tickets in town for a Wizards game is yep. because people wanted to go see Kobe play, yep. especially during later in his career um, when they were so good. And even those couple years when the Wizards were good uh, with with Gilbert, and it was a oh, hot ticket. Shot in town. for shot one night. I mean, it was that. Gil won. Everyone wanted to see Kobe because everyone knew. I mean, he almost has that Alex. I mean, he does, I mean, he has probably more because he's been along with Alex Ovechkin. Uh, but he has, has that knack of talent where he could do something special any night. You know, dropping 81 against the Raptors, dropping 60 at the Garden, dropping 60 on his last game as a 37-year-old. Yeah. He could do something you the NBA may have never seen on any given night. He was that special. and And I think that's why, you know, Man. Everybody in the world knew who he was because he was so good at what he did. Man, and, this hurts. And also, I mean, with with Kobe and like, it, he inspired so many younger players of of, of nowadays that yeah, in, you know, uh, Trey Young. I mean, he he Trey Young Trey could could barely form a sentence. He bridged and, the gap. Yeah, and what I mean by that is there was the post Jordan era, and that was him. But he was involved in both at the end of the Jordan era. And then he, you know, passed the torch to LeBron and Dwayne mm-hmm. Wade and Dirk Nowitzki and, you know, that list. So I mean, he was uh, an icon that, you know, w- played through generations of talent. Yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, how could you not? Eighteen-time All-Star, two-time scoring champ, five-time NBA champ. I think two-time Finals MVP, five, fifteen-time All All NBA, fifteen times. He, fifteen All times. NBA. He yeah. was the best. He was one of the five best players in the league. Uh, 12-time All-Defensive, Rookie of the Year, All-Rookie, um, four-time All-Star Game MVP, which like doesn't happen. Um, and then, obviously, the one MVP in 08. One of my, maybe my favorite statistic, two made free throws after he tore his Achilles. Right. Yep. Just how bad. Do you know then, how painful? That, like, apparently, that is one of the most excruciating injuries. And then he wouldn't um, let them carry him off the court afterwards. Mamba he mentality. Walked, he walked all the way back to the locker room. Mamba but mentality. He, he's just... He's just a badass. I mean, yeah. Uh, I. It's one of the. They don't make him like they like. He's the last of a dying breed. It feels like, especially in, you know, modern day. Tom, you and, I, you and I used to hate him. Hate him. I, I loathed him. Hate oh, him. I was very vocal about my dislike for Kobe Bryant in yep. terms of like just playing. I, yeah. I was very vocal about that. Yeah, there it, was there was one. Yeah, moment. tell the story. You, this is you and I have the same exact the same one. exact story. Yeah, go ahead, please. To where all of a sudden Tom and I were like, you know what? I take it back. I withdraw my previous statement. Yep, yes. Yep. It was when he was playing against Ron Artest, and Ron Artest was still Ron Artest. Yeah, just flagrantly fouling the shit fouling out of him. Fouling the shit out of him. He even pulled his pants down at one point. <laughs> he pulled down Kobe's pants, and then they asked Kobe about it afterwards. said, what was going on there? Like, what, what, what do you think about Ron Artest doing that? He goes, he just looked at the camera and said, good defense. Yeah, man, that's awesome. Fuck, man. Yeah, I was like, I love you. Yeah, (laughs) no, and especially just just gonna go out there and beat you. That's it. Especially today, where if a foul is committed against you, you, you're it's act like you're in the torture chamber. LeBron, right? LeBron. 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 I mean, the first person. It was was kind of like the rule of pickup, where you never call your own fouls, never. Yes, and he stuck by that, by that rule. Um, The man's got to have a code. (laughs) And um, (laughs) no, Maddie, Maddie Becker. Um, she heard me get excited. And like that kind of, I, I tied that into like, you know, my, so Kobe to me and my kids, my age, I'm a little younger than you guys. I don't remember watching Jordan in his heyday. Um, 
So Kobe is the NBA to me. Kobe is the best right. player I've ever seen in person, mm. like growing up, because I didn't see Jordan. Yeah, he's your Jordan. Yeah, exactly. He and really is. growing up, you know, how many countless arguments on the playground, getting in with friends about how he'll never be Jordan, or even then Kobe or LeBron. And I was always team Kobe for that exact reason, is that he never made excuses where I always felt LeBron always cried mm-hmm. and, and always asked for fouls. And it's like, dude, you're the biggest guy on the court. Just suck it up. and he, he, won with, he, he won with class. He lost with class. And, and he hated losing. And, and, you know, there's a bunch of just random stories that have obviously come out over the past, what, 72 hours, if that, mm-hmm. 48 hours from, from people. It's amazing how many lives he touched. I mean, people have stories mm-hmm. about him that, and they never even met him. Yeah. Um, and well, you know. someone in this room has met him. <laughs> uh, I so I, I know I have. A, <laughs> it I, was me. It was it was. <laughs> hey, it it's was me, me. It's me, Rag. Um, so, one, two. <laughs> <laughs> so I I I know that I have a, a reputation of being dramatic and. Uh, also, my stories dramatic. Also, well, well, and also my stories are pretty terrible. But bear with me on this one. This is hand to God on my on my grandmother's grave. This is a true story. So, do you remember in two thousand eight? Hand to when, Satan. Hand to Satan. <laughs> when do you remember two thousand eight when the Lakers were playing the Celtics? The Celtics. Got, the Celtics had the, the one three. they won or the one like the one the Celtics won. In that was two thousand eight. Yeah, that was two thousand eight. Yep. So, as as everyone knows now, watching the news and stuff, Kobe Bryant lived in Newport Beach, California, which is about an hour from L.A. Yep. And he, uh, <clears throat> so I was watching the game with in Newport with all my buddies in one of the finals games with the, where they with the Celtics beat the Lakers, and uh, it was the equivalent of say uh, the Cowboys being the Redskins in, in the NFC Championship. Right. I, how, I, 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 so my friends from California were that upset. I mean, if, yep. you, if you can imagine. Yep. So we all got you know hammer drunk. I, I mean, I didn't really give a shit, but. Well, the next the next day, everyone knows how I bracket when I'm hungover. So I had to go get you know my coffee, and mm-hmm. there was a Barnes and Noble at this mall called Suncoast Plaza Mall in Newport Beach. Again, bear with me. So I'm 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 looking for the Starbucks in the Barnes and Noble, and I'm going through the, one of the aisles, and I turn a hard hard left, and I, I again hand to God, Kobe Bryant was standing there looking at a book, and in his arms was his daughter. Fuck. And uh, this is this is the day after they lost to the Celtics. Wait, that's Gigi. Yeah, right. Oh, so yeah. I, I put that. I just put that together yesterday. And is the back? And this is 2008. So he was holding. She was. She was and, like and newborn. Five, yeah, yeah, big, you know, yeah. And huh, the I couldn't. I couldn't form a sentence. I could barely form a sentence. So when I turned the corner, I saw him. The man is six foot six. It's Kobe Bryant. He was wearing his uh, practice jersey and a and black sweatpants. Holding his daughter in his hand, and I go, "Oh my God, you're Kobe Bryant." He looks at me and he goes, huh, "Only sometimes," with, 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 his, with, his, with his grin on his face. And you know, we, then we shared a laugh. Me and Kobe shared a laugh together. <laughs> and then, and then I'm trying to keep it cool, so I, I was like a big fan. Nice to meet you. And then I walked out, and I was mind it was in a mall, Barnes and Noble, and I tried to find my friends, and I went up to them. I was screaming. I go. I just fucking met Kobe fucking Bryant. And they're like, yeah, he lives down the street. He's like, you know, like everyone knows him around here. Like he's, uh, you know, this, that, and the other is a great guy. And I was like, do you know that we're talking about the same person? <laughs> like, like I'm talking about Kobe Bryant. Like I'm from DC. Like we see Gilbert Arenas and it's, it's awesome. This is Kobe Bryant. Gilbert. I yeah. would lose my mind if I saw Gilbert. And, right? 
But what, what I'm like, it, it, they, just, they, they like looked at me. They're like, Tom, you're making a scene. Like, calm down. Like, <laughs> like, relax. I'm like, I don't care. It's Kobe. It's Kobe Bryant. <laughs> and and that was like, it was. It, it, I didn't put it together until yesterday that when I did run, run into him briefly, and in a Barnes and Noble looking for coffee, hungover, that it was Kobe Bryant holding his daughter in his hand or in his hand. And the day after they lost to the Celtics. And and the reason why he takes helicopters is so he could be with his kids. Correct. Right. That's the exact reason. Like But and did you also see that him and Gigi swore that they'd never or not Gigi, him and Vanessa swore they'd never take a hel- helicopter ride together? No, no, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. For either. that reason? For that reason. Yeah. Shit. That sucks. That's man. That is tough. <clears throat> no, like I, I, I guess it's like to get personal. Like Ian, you and I can make senses with our moms' passings. Correct. Like our moms were sick. Yes, you're sick. That's what happens. That's and, what I was explaining to Hope too. Like yeah. this is so much different. Different. Like right. I, and but I know what it's like to feel just like there's nothing that exists in this world if something like that happens. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. what? Is, what is the point of it? And I just like, and that's where I guess my. Like I just sympathize. I feel so bad for you know his three remaining girls and his wife, and you know I believe he has siblings. You know, I, it's just like how how do you conceptualize something like this? You can't, it's, and, and it's just such an awful, awful feeling to grieve. And I, I can't imagine grief to a level of violence that was their death. I mean, no. deaths. They, and they said that when they found the bodies, he was still holding. GG. Good God. Like, the fuck out of here. To just think about those final moments yeah. of it's, both of them just being terrified yeah, yeah. and, that, and that's ho- a, holding the one person close it's, to them. It's everybody's uh, biggest fear, having to hold the person you love the most and knowing that there's nothing you can do. There's nothing you can do. Yeah, the, the end has come. And that's like, I was watching nightly news tonight before I came over and I, that was, you know, it's weird. It's so bizarre because it's kind of I mean, I I have not. I mean, I've lost a grandfather and an uncle, but I mean, I cannot compare my personal losses to what Tom and Ian have gone through losing their their mother. But like, you know, I have felt up until this point that like, I mean, it's just in so much so much in denial. I was just there's no way. Mm-hmm. Kobe, right. I thought he was invincible. Where I really like, thought he was invincible. You know, yeah. I thought it, if someone was capable of living to 130, it's right. It. Yeah, Give it a couple days. They they jumped out and they landed like a hundred yards north, and they've yep. been like in hiding or trying to find way back to civil. And then today on the news, and you know Lester Holt being like, "Yeah, they found their bodies in the corners." I was like, finding the bodies was just like, like my heart just drops. Could like, you imagine? It's it's definite. It, it yeah. actually happened. We're actually sitting here watching, you know, Charles Barkley, Dwayne Wade, Shaq talk about we're mourning over him this is actually going we're, we're actually going to yeah. do this and, and there's a I feel like uh what's his name from uh forgetting sarah marshall like when they push tables together we're actually yeah, we're, we're actually, actually doing this, this, this is actually happening this is actually happening we're actually going to go ahead and mourn kobe bryant like this god damn mm-hmm. so a couple things porter are you still on the line i heard him cough he's still there Gregory. okay yep. okay <laughs> so there, there's a couple things that you know i'd love your opinion everyone's opinion do you know how vanessa bryant found out she found out on social media. TMZ. That's she what found I, out through fucking that's TMZ. That's what I was afraid of. TMZ. They were the first ones reported. They reported yeah. it before yeah, even the, the next of Ken yeah. could be notified. Jeez. Like, Everybody's so and, obsessed and, with being the first person. And exactly. And I know TMZ already has a horrible reputation. There's no integrity with that company. But good God, guys. Like, 
that's that's next level. I was I was at the bar when it happened, and somebody who knows nothing about sports sent it to me, and I'm like, oh my god, Kobe Bryant just died, and literally nobody in the bar believed me at all. I was like, I was like, I'm Seems looking at it right here. I'm like refreshing Twitter over and over and over, right. and mm-hmm. nothing. And everybody's like, no. I was like, it's it's TMZ. It's not like this is fucking the Onion or something. Like this is TMZ Sports. Yeah. And they're like, oh TMZ. I was like, yeah, exactly. It's TMZ. Like. They're pretty spot on. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. I, the I, was, I didn't want to believe it because it was them. I was well, waiting. Yeah. I believed it once Woj. Uh, yeah. The second Woj did it, it was Woj. 100%. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like to, with TMZ, I mean, I was explaining this too, I think the other day. It's like you don't want to trust them, but mm-hmm. they are more often than not right. Yes. And yeah. I don't know how, but they are. And with something like Kobe Bryant dying. Yeah. It's like, like how would they know first? But God, they do. And like so weird just yeah. to over, say. Over Cal- it was over Calabasas. Calabasas. So... But yeah, I mean, for me too. Whenever Woj said it, because like I was staying there, and my 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 roommate told me, and you know, he I mean, he's a bright guy, but he doesn't follow sports as hardcore as we do. So I was like, "What?" I was like, "No." I literally said no. I was like, yeah. "No, there's no way." He's like, "TMZ reported," and I was like, mm, "All right, I I don't believe it just yet, but that's right. at least something. It's not some jackass who works at like." ABC, whatever in LA, saying it. Right. Who, by the way, there were plenty of those mm-hmm. reports coming out from those local news guys who just wanted attention. Which shut the fuck up. Yeah. Um, and then was, what? There were just a bunch of like you know like pick your local news channel seven four five or nine like in the local like they're the ones that were tweeting out that all four of his daughters were on board. Oh, um, no, right. get the fuck yeah. out! And I, they I, were the ones yeah. that were reporting that his whole family was on board, and they're all like, you know, right. they were the ones that were just tweeting about it just to people will like like for the likes and the Looking, clicks, yeah, yeah. which yeah. is fucking just horrendous reporting. So uh, also notice during this whole this whole ordeal, Woj tweeted maybe five times because he's only yeah. tweeting facts. facts. He's only tweeting the stuff that he knows are fact, and so that's why I was waiting for him. To actually confirm it, and then once he did, it was it was just floodgates. I was like, "Holy shit, he's dead!" I mean, speaking of tweets, I mean, every single person. I've never seen social media social like media, that. I mean, Twitter from, broke never, for me from I, Twitter. I yeah, it, it stopped. I couldn't refresh. Yeah, it. I mean, from from President Obama to to flee from the the, the basis for the Red Chili Peppers to I mean, Khloe Kardashian. I mean, every every person you could possibly think of. Shaq. I mean, what what was what was the tweet from uh, Paul George? Quit quit playing. That, yeah, that was, I, I, yeah, I don't know how they played yeah. that, how the NBA played. And, you know, I, I guess the rationale is Kobe would want you to play. He right. undoubtedly would want you to play. Without this. a question. And I understand that. But if I were in that position, I'm like, I don't feel like playing tonight, yeah. guys. Like, so Kyrie did. Yeah. I, mean, Ty, yeah. I mean, Tyson Chandler. Kyrie, Kyrie just left. Yeah. And you saw like one of the Tyson Chandler when they were. Uh, oh, he was doing, a mess. He was a mess. He was a complete mess. Like, it, yeah. I mean, there Trey, are Trey still, Young was, I mean. Yeah, I mean, the, think about the NBA right now. Nowadays, it are, it is a mixture of people who either played with Kobe mm-hmm. or idolized him growing up. Yeah, yep. yep. We're, we're that perfect sweet spot of of, of the, age group. The reason they're there is because of their because they wanted to be like Kobe. Kobe because again, they're like my age who didn't see Jordan, so they looked up to Kobe. Yeah. Right. And see, I'm I've, I've the said, rest of them played with him. I've said on multiple occasions, I'm so grateful that we were at least a little bit old enough to remember Michael Jordan's Bulls. Right, at least yes. like the last couple of years, ninety eight, ninety seven. Uh, I remember his comeback. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> the good one. Yeah, I remember. I, I remember Michael Jordan as a wizard. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's that's right. Like that's, that's why I have Kobe. Still I got mean, a fifty burger. But. We we got to see Kobe, an eighteen year old Kobe Bryant, averaging four points a game his rookie year to being, you know, top 
five top ten players of all time. I mean, this I say, I say top, top three. Five. I say top three. Is, is, for, for me, for me, it goes Michael, Kobe, LeBron. I'd go LeBron I, in front of Kobe. But I, I go, I, and that's the thing. Michael's my number one, and yeah. then depending on what day you talk to me, yeah, it, it depends. It's two A, two B. I mm-hmm. think from a, a pure athlete a, standpoint, it's LeBron. LeBron. But from a pure score, like I want Kobe having the ball at I've, the end of the game. I was I've always said say you put Mamba mentality, whatever it is, you put Kobe's killer instinct in LeBron. He's the best player. Of what all was time, the play call? What close. was the play call? He just goes to the key and puts up like the yeah. the, 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 the triangle. Diamond, yeah, the and ISO. Break it. Yeah, and then he gets the ball and he scores. That's yes. that's what happens. That's the play. Speaking of the seeing Jerry West on television right now, I mean I've seen requests to change the logo. There's a huge. I mean, what does what the what does the NBA do? I mean, wh- how on earth they're not going to change the logo? No, no, I just they probably aren't. But they how should. on earth are they going to like? How do you move on from this? I mean, it's going to be. I think it was Chris Broussard. It was it was Chris Broussard who said, and I'm not, and this is him saying. He's like, I'm not trying to act like this is immediate. This is just what I think should absolutely happen: is retire the numbers eight and twenty four league wide. Yes. Yeah. Yes, and I, I agree. agree. I agree. I Mark agree. Cuban already retired. Them he, did for the, immediately. For the he did immediately. He did immediately. And players and, are already switching their numbers. Yeah, Spencer. And, and, it's, not, and it's not like you retired twenty three across the board because you shouldn't. But right. eight and twenty four, you absolutely should. Absolutely should. This is yeah. a once in a lifetime generational talent mm-hmm. who we saw one of the greatest ever, and then died tragically at forty one. What yeah. three years removed from dropping a sixty point burger? Yeah, like. It, y- I, say, I really I retire. R- recency effect too. Uh, this is the saddest day in sports in our lifetime. Yeah. I, yes. In, in sports. In sports. In professional yeah. sports. And correct. Bill in Simmons compared it to, you know, back at the one of the biggest shocks was when Michael Magic Johnson announced that he had HIV. Right. And this was back in 1990 when HIV was a death sentence. Right. I mean, everyone thought that he was going to be gone in a year. And I mean, you know, look where medicine's taken him uh, now, but. Um, I mean, two hundred fifty thousand K. South Park episode. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I can't think of another uh, situation like this. And I mean, I I kind of want to separate it from musicians and actors, actresses, because I you know not to generalize them, but they live in a different world. In a in a different world where drugs they drugs and alcohol are not. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yeah, know yeah. when you when you when you hear of various you know right. Instances such as that, you're like, well, okay, that kind of checks out. I mean, it's terrible. Uh, I put which yes. down. Um, but you don't see this with athletes because their bodies are their temple. They have to, you know, treat it with the utmost attention, or they're out of a job. Right. So, I mean, you just, I, I, I don't want to compare it to Michael Jackson because Michael Jackson was in his fifties at that point, and, um, and we, and I mean, also a pedophile. Right. And yeah. Look at all the information that's come out since, and even during his life. Um, I, I mean, I don't mean, I'm, I'm not, I don't mean to argue with you, Tom, but just to play devil's advocate, there sure. are certain circles in the sporting world where that is a factor. Look at Jose Fernandez. I mean, yeah. mm-hmm. when that happened, horrible. That's probably one of the worst days in baseball mm-hmm. in a long time yep. in terms of deaths yes. and a player dying. But and Tyler Skaggs, too. You're, but then a couple, right. yeah. you know, more information comes out. Oh, he was high on drugs and alcohol and drinking and driving alcohol a boat in the middle of the night. It's like, it wasn't well, it wasn't, yeah. What I did mean, you expect? <laughs> Like, was, come on. He, like, he wasn't holding I mean, his daughter on, 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 a, on a helicopter. Right. It's yeah. flying her going, basketball. Going to her basketball game. Yeah. Did you hear about, um, uh, oh, what the fuck's his name? Is it Jason Terry? Mm-hmm. The, the Mavericks guy? Yeah. With the headband? Did you hear yeah. about his story? Yeah. They were going to play his daughter's team. Get oh. the fuck out Kobe of here. Kobe invited, Kobe, I, I heard the story on the fan this, on today. Um, he Kobe invited Jason Terry because he knew that his daughter had, his, his daughter's the same age as Gianna. 
So six like months ago, invited. Hey, I'm having this tournament called the Mamba Cup, like in 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 January. I want you to bring your daughter and her team out to play. And Kobe and were supposed to play his daughter's team at noon that day. Bro. And he, he said he parked. He once he parked, he got out of his car, and his wife, who was already in the arena, texted him about it. And he got in, got phone calls, figure out it. I've seen he, videos of it. And he was the one that told the told the referees to stop playing. He, it, no it, shit. Jason Terry, he was the one that went on the I court. I saw them all kneeling. He was the one. So the, the rest, they didn't play. They didn't finish the tournament, obviously. Yeah. Right. But he was the one that said, no, we're not playing. He, he like went to the referees and said, this is what happened. We're not playing anymore. Stop the games. It's just, it's unbelievable. Oh, my God. I mean, what, what, do you, what can you say? It's, a, it's, it's, unbelie- it's, like, it's like a weird nightmare that you have. Yeah. I, so another thing I want to bring up, because, Rag, you acted instantly following his death. You ordered, what did you order? Oh gosh, I, I <laughs> wearing I, the shoes right now. Yeah, we're, um, yeah. The, the the they're called the Mamba Rage. Uh, <laughs> two uh two uh, two pairs of shoes, and I got a bunch. I went to Cabin John, uh, and there, there's a sports memorabilia shop there, and I bought all every single card I could get my hand on. Wow! And the guy who worked there said that uh, within an hour after the confirmation of him passing, that people came to the store and bought thousands of dollars worth of Kobe Bryant stuff. And I went on, when I went there, I was like, I, I don't mean to sound morbid, but this is, this is the day after. I don't mean to sound morbid, but do you have any Kobe Bryant stuff? This and the other? He goes, it's not morbid at all. Uh, and he gave me all of the rest of his cards. And he didn't upsell any of the money or anything like that. I know. So that was yeah. another thing I wanted to bring up because is it a Funko? What are they? Funko? Funko Pop. Funko Pops. They're selling for whatever, a grand now? Yeah, uh, some, and, some of them were. And the cheapest ticket in the Staples Center, well, well, for what was supposed to be tonight's game, was. Um, over eleven hundred dollars. Yeah. Now I understand capitalism. Well, Nike pulled all of the uh, yeah. merchandise off the shelves. Yeah. Too. Really? Okay. Okay. That's so why people I couldn't, people couldn't uh, resell it for okay. making a profit. Okay. Good. Uh-huh. I I am glad to hear that because when I heard of that Funko Pop, whatever it's called, right. selling for over a grand and the cheapest ticket at Staples Center is eleven hundred dollars. I mean, that again, I understand capitalism, but good God, it's fucked up. Yeah. It it, it pissed me off. Like just yeah. <clears throat> don't yeah. don't. Char- upcharge your prices just right. because of a, a tragic situation such yeah, as this. profiting off a tragedy. Right. Off oh. charge of the, especially the Staples Center. Like, go fuck yourself. Like, yeah, I, right. I, well, yeah, I, there I was already it. a life and memorandum on Netflix from NBC or uh, can't remember if it was NBC or ABC. It was like literally, I want to say like six hours after it happened. It was like the first thing that popped up when I turned on Netflix. So I was like, okay. Yeah. Like. Yeah. And, and Bobby, I guess from a media standpoint, how how do you prepare? I mean, you. D- I mean, <laughs> you. D- I mean, you don't. I mean, not for a guy like this. I mean, I, to to. There are certain people. You, I'll let you guys think of who they are, especially considering the the two baseball teams in town. That at, at a media standpoint, you're kind of preparing for it just because up in age, mm-hmm. you know. It's sooner like rather the, like than the Frank Robinson type right. thing. Yeah. yeah, that we kind of figured was, you know, he wasn't doing well. Reports come out a couple of weeks, so you're kind of prepared for that. I mean, like like I said earlier, this is you just don't know. I mean, 41. No, you some you said you thought he was invincible. I really did. No media outlet was getting ready to getting I, ready to. You know, Kobe's gonna yeah. get. I mean, to have and so it's just I. I, I I, I couldn't help. I mean, this is like selfish of me, but I couldn't help thinking like, well, what if this was, you know, 
God forbid, like Max Scherzer, and mm-hmm. that's something I had to work and cover. Like, how what would I be doing right now? Yeah. Like, it's how, just how could like, you? You can, yeah. there's so much you have to prepare for, and I mean, and Did honestly, you see what Lamar Odom said, no, she goes, I wish it was me. Damn, Ugh. oh boy, there's a. I mean, and I also want to give credit to the outlets and the way they handled it. I mean, ESPN, ESPN did a fan. Uh, uh, how those guys did that? They were they yeah. were showing the Pro Bowl and they immediately cut their X game coverage on ESPN two and did a special Sports Center report. Uh, I know CBS was interjecting with their PGA tour Rick coverage. Um, you know, even if you were watching the Pro Bowler, Lisa Salters was like interviewing the players on the field about about Kobe, and she was getting choked up talking about him. Yeah. Um, we're watching TNT right now, the NBA on TNT, like their show is dedicated. So, I mean, it's one of those things where like you can't, there's no script. Mm -hmm. There's, you can't get it wrong. I mean, you know, it's just, you just paid tribute to a person and you remember him and you honor him. And I mean, it's, or, or her and, or this group of people, you know, don't don't forget there was nine people on that place. Not just Kobe. Seven other people. Seven other people besides Kobe and Gianna. So it's, you know, there's no script. There's no right way to go about it. Um, obviously there are a couple wrong ways to go about it, but, um, yeah, you just have to do your best. And I mean, that's what we're trying to do right now too, is just, I mean, we're, there's going to be things left unsaid that mm-hmm. we're going to wish we're going to, you know, think of back, you know, tomorrow Absolutely. morning or something that, man, I wish I said that, but I mean, it's just, you're just speaking from the heart and you know, I, that's why I really applaud these networks. I'm, ex- I mean, I'm, I'm pointing out to ESPN and TNT, um, mm-hmm. specifically here and that, you know the stuff that we're seeing is just absolute raw emotion from these people. Yeah, you right. Know, you know it's um. Shit, I just lost my train of thought again. God damn it! I hate when that happens. I hate. It's an emotional subject. Should have lost it. <laughs> um, well, you know where I've been, Lou. <laughs> th- that might be a good time because. Oh no, I had a good point. Oh. God damn it! All right. Well, if you think of it, no. Let me. Yeah, no. But I mean, this might be a good time because you know, there Kobe's narrative. You know, that. just like everybody, any person is not perfect. No, he was not perfect. No, um, he 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 was young and stupid. He ran into some trouble, obviously, um, and that's going to be a part of the narrative. That's going to be mm-hmm. part of the legacy. Uh, I I I heard a caller call into one zero six seven. Obviously, I'm talking about the rape accusations and the settlement. Um, how he was also he- considered a. a- you know, he was really hard to get along with, and you know, yeah. he's he, he. I mean, Phil Jackson eviscerated him in his book. But, and yeah, go ahead. But I and but I um I heard a, a caller. You know, I think one hundred six seven. The fan also, while I'm giving media shoutouts, did a really good job on Monday. I'm sure plenty of radio stations across the country did as well in terms of just letting the people talk. They fielded calls all day. Had people who knew Kobe call in and and discuss him. So that was really good. But one of the callers. Called in uh, to Grand Danny and mentioned that, hey, I'm going to use Kobe as, you know, yes, we should praise his accolades and his skills on the court and stuff like that, but this should also be a moment to, which I, I thought was kind of out of place. I think Grand Danny played it off well, but uh, to talk talk about rape culture and mm-hmm. stuff like that, and which is like, that's a fair point. You know, it's part of the narrative. You can't talk about Kobe, I feel like, in full without mentioning that. It's in the but, back of everybody's mind. Right. But uh, to me, it's more about, I'm, going to use Kobe to teach about forgiveness and mm-hmm. second chances because yeah, you know, I'm not saying what he did was right, but or, I think, or if he did it or if he, I mean, yeah, he wasn't convicted, but I'm saying that, you know, this is a guy well, that was a villain 
for however long up up until that point and then also after that point because of he was young and stupid and and he was considered to be uh, a jerk in the yeah. in the in the locker room but, but look, think of how hard he worked after the fact you know he has four daughters. You think he would want anyone treating his daughters like that? You know, mm-hmm. he worked so hard to be such a good father, a good right. husband to his high school sweetheart. Um, obviously, sure, to be a basketball player. Certainly changed him, yeah. But, but yeah. I, again, I'm talking about forgiveness and so and second right. chances. I mean, he, you know, he's he, he could have easily slipped into becoming the all-time villain, yep. and he worked hard. He worked his ass off to be someone that is. That is got himself you know, right, revered, got, revered now, and on, you know we could be having a totally different conversation, you know, had he passed away back then or had this come out just now. But you know he had time to get his get his life around and and become a better person, not just a better basketball player. And I'm I I really really admire him. For yeah, that. and you know I I hate to say that it's he fell topic, into the product of the system, but I mean there are groupies in the NBA and NBA circles. Yeah. And you know, even Michael Jordan, he had an affair while he was with the Wizards. And I, I, I mean, there's no and, doubt that Kobe at least cheated. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I don't want to dispute that, and I, I, I understand it should be treated with the utmost respect and sensitivity. Um, but I mean, it, it's it, the NBA has a problem in that regard. Um, oh yeah, I mean, famous people in general have a problem in that regard. I, and I know that sounds like I'm making an excuse. I do not want that to be misconstrued as such. But I think Bobby, what you're you're saying was just someone that was that learned from that experience, mm-hmm. grew from it, and became a better person because of it. And you know that was, you know, I, know. I think I'll just interject in just Please. a few seconds. I know we talked about before. Like I didn't know if I was gonna come on for this segment or not because I knew the the atmosphere of you know what everyone else is feeling and and not trying to bring it down by any means and not like I'm I, I, I feel indifferent is the wrong word. It's more I'm, when I saw this happen I was like, oh shit, Kobe Bryant just fucking died in a helicopter crash. That's crazy. But the reaction that has happened since that has been like so outpouring like you guys are talking about. After I was like talking to Elena, though, it's like, am I, is it, is it me and my separation from like how I am emotionally that I'm like, I'm thinking about this weirdly where it was like, it didn't, I mean, obviously I'm, I'm not a big basketball fan and, you know, as far as, you know, Kobe or anything else in exactly, but what he's done professionally is, you know, will, you know, hall of fame, fucking amazing athlete. And I, I just remember like, like seeing all of this and it was, I was reading an article from AP and Vice, where even in the beginning, when which probably not the best time, granted, in bringing up 2003 and what it what it happened, but I think what if you were to put 2003 into today's microscope, sure, it would be nowhere near what I think has happened. From obviously him dying tragically. Dying with his with his young daughter, leaving a family behind, uh, dying with the you know the seven other people that were in that uh, helicopter, incredibly incredibly tragic and sad. But just the uh, I think it was from the Washington Post or someone who was let go or put on administrative leave it for it was the Post, right? And it's it's crazy because when you go back and read what had happened or what his defense team had essentially, if you boil it down bullied the um, 
uh, prosecution accuser into not testifying. Um, and you know, uh, slut shaming and, and saying that, you know, she had, uh, basically she, she didn't shower so that she could get the proper rape test so that they could prove that it was him. And she, you know, wore, I guess, dirty underwear and there were multiple students. So like, multiple, she had multiple yeah. partners. Like, how could you know it was him? Like, you know, and, and she got docked, uh, multiple times, death threats from fans, like, just completely, completely her life destroyed and was just like a 19 year old kid. Like kids, are, you know, it's, it's the narrative. I remember it from 2003 and being like, Oh man, this is just someone trying to take advantage from a star who's yep. up and coming and amazing and taking over the league. And then this happens. Like that was what was played out through the media. That's what I remember being like, Oh, you know, fuck this person. Yeah. Another kid and looking at it from scheme. a different lens from, you know, the other side of it. And especially the, greater sensitivity like you're looking into sports it's just it's weird the dynamic and what i took from it or at least came to the point of mind is like you think of uh you know ben rothberger fucking uh ezekiel elliott multiple sports stars i think and you know kind of get a not a pass but a you know what it was said i think poignantly in, in ap was you know winning changes minds and that the what he came to come back and being able to you know, the statement that he gave, while not the greatest, but essentially his life, the 17 years after that, I feel like was an illustration of trying to buy back or get forgiveness for the actions that he'd done. But I, I just thought it was interesting in the, in the, if you really, if you were to put 2003 to today's microscope, I don't think it would have ended the, the same way in, in what it, what had happened and what his, what his attorney's, brought out to do and which their job is to defend him and, and to, you know, you know, prove um, or discredit the prosecution. But it was just, I, that take of it, that's when I was talking about earlier, whether or not I wanted to come on, it's just, I wanted to, to talk about that a little bit because the fact that it was even mentioned by other news outlets and people like just jumping on them, like, no, fuck you. Like, why are you even talking about that? Like, I, I think it's important to be like, that's part of this whole thing of there are a lot of people who, are, you know, why is this the reaction, which I don't think is, a, is an appropriate response, but um, from someone who doesn't come from kind of any skin in the game with Kobe, it was just like, I feel like that played a, a part to it of just like, I, it's very tragic, but it was just the outpouring of other people's impact that he had on them that I just found, I don't know, didn't, didn't fall on me that way. And it's it's interesting to hear the the other side of his impact with other people. It's just like these two sides to this coin of you know showcasing his life and how tragic it is. I don't. I'm 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 conflicted on how to feel about it. Yeah, yeah. That's. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people are. Yeah. I mean, it's. I mean, when you think deeply about that whole scenario and then how he lived the rest of his life. Yeah, I mean, it's. Again, he, I mean, he wasn't perfect. We're, we're talking about idolizing this guy, and we're talking about how much we, you know, as sports fans and, and fans of the guy that we knew later in his life, um, idolize him and revere him. But, yeah, he, I mean, he wasn't a perfect person by any means, you know? He was, like, in his, he was like in his early 20s and, and, you know, hooked up with an escort. You know, it's, it, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's terrible. He cheated on his wife. That's the main thing is cheating on his wife, and that's, it's awful. But uh, Wait, I mean, you're talking about the... In 2003, yeah, was that a separate? Was that a separate incident? No, no, no. I'm sorry, same, same thing. 
No, no, no. The nineteen-year-old worked in the hotel that he was staying at. She wasn't an escort, I guess. Yeah, she worked. She worked no, in the hotel. She, she was a hotel employee, and he, you know, she basically was either right. bringing something my, to the room, yeah, like my, food I'm, service or something like that, I'm and then, yeah, like she had like uh, the police reports, like reading like the the stuff, and then the um, is yeah, rough, like. Going from that to how they described the court case and how it went about, and the the only reason was her not testifying and being scared because they basically had been in the media the entire time. They, you know, death threats, discredit, trying to discredit her, discredit her and her story, um, misremembering facts, and then calling and telling the police that she had misremembered this and wanted to be truthful, and then them jumping on and saying. You know, she's making things up to like if she made that up. She, I think she was talking about how she had he made her wash her face before she left, and that that wasn't true, and she wanted to correct it. And like the point of like the, I guess, uh, you know, in the grand scheme of things of the story, like they, his attorneys apparently had jumped on that, and were like, if she's not telling this truth, like what else is there? Like blah blah. It was just the totality of circumstances and just like the onslaught of uh, media attention and her own identity being uh, released multiple times. And she was just like terrified to, to say anything and dropped it. And then just to put her life together with the civil suit, which I think he went into an open agreement with and doing um, after basically just not being acquitted, not being, um, you know, basically just it being dropped because she was terrified of testifying like that's Yeah. I don't know. Hard. And just like reading of that now to everything that had happened, the contrast between the life and separation of 17 years is, you know, it's uh, just, just hard to think about. Yeah, it definitely is. It definitely. Is. It's, it's a tough subject, but it also part of his legacy. So it has to be part of the conversation. Um, yeah, it's unfortunate, but, um, man, we even really touched on Gianna. Yeah, Gigi, that girl was gonna be a fucking star. She mm. was gonna be this. She was him reincarnated. Like yeah. no bullshit. Yeah, I mean there there's that story where I think a, a fan or, or somebody went up to Kobe. He's like, you gotta yeah. have a boy. You gotta have a boy and continue that legacy. Yeah, and she the Gianna interrupted this guy and because I got this. I got, Apparently, whoa, that's whoa, happened whoa, on yeah. multiple occasions. Yeah. Yeah. And like and like yeah, no, she's I got it. And people said that she could have been, you know, the female version of him, if not better. She had the same Kobe has said it multiple times that she's better at at her age than he was at that age. Some of the best WNBA players have come out and like 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 tweeting out videos of Gianna like working out and saying like she's better than I was at her age. Yeah, I saw that video of her in a dress and heels. I didn't see that one. Putting up buckets. Really? After like she got home from a dance and she ball whenever the fuck. I mean, yeah. she, it was incredible. She literally could have could have. I mean put the WNBA in the different strategy. She could have changed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, even, of course, from a talent perspective, but also from name recognition. I right. mean, this You're is right. Kobe Bryant's daughter. Yeah. Like, one of the best basketball players ever. She, and it's... Yeah. yeah. It's just she, like... Just like, him like with Bron- long hair. People are going all over about Bronny. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna... It was just gonna be the same thing with Gigi. Just yeah, not as much... Right. Not as much on ESPN, but... Sure. I mean, maybe though. I mean, think it, about it. Yeah, I think once you would get to UConn, I think that's when it would really start to. She would have been the, the top recruit in the country. She was not just by name, but also just that's how good she was. Yeah, and she was going to UConn, and she was going to UConn. UConn already had the, their her jersey printed. 
And um, they already retired, or not retired, they put it, I mean, put yeah. it aside. At the and end. then she was going to be, I mean, you know, obviously all thing, obviously a tragedy like this or like an injury or something that's a setback, but like she probably would have been the number one overall pick mm-hmm. and she would have been the face of it, whatever franchise took her. Imagine if the Sparks took her. You know, oh my like, God. Like number oh one overall. God. And and I honestly think she could have changed the NBA. Like, and this is a league that has probably been around for a lot longer than people think. Or realize because we were kids, and they're already. It's already on its upswing. It's been on upswing for the past couple of years. They just got paid a lot more, and now. that they new CBA, raise. the new CBA. Oh. I mean, it's she could have changed a, a league that's already on the uprise. For NBA champs, no big deal. Um, no so big deal. She had, you know, her entire future ahead of her. She would have been an, an amazing basketball player. Uh, uh, you know, leading Team USA in the Olympics and whatever else. I mean, she would have been. The face of the WNBA for a long time, probably. There's, there's so many things that get me teary, like teary-eyed, watching all these videos of Kobe and everything. But it's sure as shit, guaranteed. If Gigi is in the picture, mm-hmm. or if Gigi's in the video, or if he's talking about Gigi, oh my god, game over. It's game over. Game over. Like even watching the fucking, they reshowed his last game last night. Yeah, they did. And yeah. it was, and yeah, She's watching, right it was amazing. And then watching her, I was like. Oh, um, every time. <laughs> I mean, we're shit. Like, man, we're watching. We're watching seven grown men. All of them are have been are crying, t- crying the entire time. Yeah, well, yeah. When, when, Derek when, Fisher, when Rick Sha- Fox, Shaq, yeah. Ernie Johnson. When Shaq starts getting emotional, that gets that really gets me. I've never seen him cry before. No. Um, How does he not break that stool? <laughs> he's yeah, he's a big man. Dude. Yeah. Seven seven one, dude. So I, a couple I, ideas. I one do. one thing that I, I would do that. is. I did that. <laughs> This all-star game needs to be treated with, like... A tribute, almost. A tribute. Yeah. And I, I would have half the players wear number eight, the other half wear 24. And, That'd be cool. And just, I think, I hope this motivates the players to, because I know the, excuse me, the all-star game is treated rather, you know, uh, it's an exhibition. Right. Yeah. I mean, of course, I don't want to get hurt or anything like that. I get it. And even though the new structure with, you know, picking teams, this format is awesome. But, I mean, if... You know, in that Kobe's above looking looking down at them, um, you know, they're they're gonna wanna go balls to the wall. Right. I can only I can only hope. Yeah. And you know, I was at the gym last night. That was the busiest I've ever seen my gym on a Monday night. And I did not think that was a coincidence. Yeah. Um, you know, that you we say a, a lot of things about Kobe, his character and, and his past, absolutely. Um at the same time, where I think he should be given the most credit is obviously what he's done on the court, but his ability to Get you to go to that next level, yeah. And um, I, I feel like he, you got, you got the if you were his opponent or something, you he got the most out of you, yeah. And to me, I think that's what should be his legacy is that he was just so uh, such a perfectionist and a competitor that it, it just it improved, got everyone else to work twice as hard. Or, and then if we, they work twice as hard, he's going to work four times, but. I, I really that's how I kind of look back on it. Yeah. They are uh selling uh Kobe Bryant shoes, Air the Air Jordan uh retro pack, Kobe Bryant shoes a single pair of shoes for $24,970. Wow. Who's they? Uh it's a website or a application for shoe buying called Goat. Oh. Okay. Good uh, I ran, ran I'm just yeah. Yeah, and I mean, well, this will throughout. I mean, this is going to take time to uh, 
really get over this and move forward. But I think for the first time in my NBA history, I am going to be. I think I hope the Lakers win the championship. I do. I was just Could thinking that same thing, dude. <laughs> I honestly like the first time I ever say in my life that I want the Lakers to win the championship. Son of a bitch! I, I want even think about that. Imagine yeah. that I want, story. I want them to win. I if want LeBron them to win. wins the championship. Yeah. For Kobe, it's like the the one time I rooted for the Yankees to win the World Series was in uh, you know 2001. Yeah, they lost, but um, game seven. Yeah, it, it's uh, yeah. I I I hope that we never have to do a podcast like this again. Yeah, that was this is awful. Um, any any other comments, questions? About, well, and we have a oh, favorite. Thanks, R- this R.I.P. Yeah, what yeah. was your favorite video of the past couple of days? Because I know you, or like story or Kobe. Yeah. My my favorite video is the one where Jeremy Lin, Nick Young, and I be- I forgot who the Jordan Hill. I think. Yeah, were I don't even know who. Laughing was. and celebrating after a, a meaningless win, and Kobe was either injured or since retired. And I think since retired, he's on Kimmel and uh, <laughs> Kimmel asked Kobe, he's like, "Would that happen under your watch?" And the look he gives on his face oh. is just like. It's perfection. Yeah, yeah. It, it, that it was so quintessentially him. Like you, you got to be fucking kidding me. No, because he, he didn't even say anything. No, he didn't and say. He didn't more. have to. One of, one of my favorite uh, Kobe uh, Kobe Bryant videos that has come out uh, was when he was like talking to talking to the viewers, uh, and he said that uh, you know people are always going to tell you you can't do this, can't do that, this, that, and the other. <clears throat> and then, um, and then what he said was he actually when he was in, when he was in high school. Uh, he said uh, a counselor told him that he wouldn't be able. To, he should stop playing. He mm-hmm. shouldn't focus on playing basketball in the future. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I mean, look, look at me now. Yeah, it's just one of those things where I, that, that that video got me. Where it's like you can overcome all odds, and if you just put your mind to it, you can do it. I know it sounds so cheesy, but uh, that 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 video I saw. I was watching that with my you mom can today. Dream it, you can do it. Yeah, yeah there you go, buddy. Right. There you go, pal. <laughs> and do you have a favorite one? There's there's been so many yeah that I love. Pro- one of my favorites was probably the one that we already talked about, where like uh, Gigi says, "Yo yo yo, <laughs> I got this." Yeah. But then there was also another one. I was watching NBA The Jump, Rachel Nichols, and they had Tracy McGrady on. That's right. And Tracy McGrady, I didn't realize that they were like best friends. Yeah, T Mac and him, yeah. T Mac and him were just the They're the two best players great. in the league at that point. Yeah, they were. Yep. And so they were talking about a time back. Back in the day, where they played one on one, and Tracy McGrady's saying, "We never, played, we never played one on one. We never played it." And Kobe's like, "We played one on one. We played." And he's like, "All right, so if we're doing," and then T Mac's like, "No, it was a drill." And then Kobe says, "If we're doing a drill, <laughs> and it's winner gets ball, what is that? That's one on one, right?" And so then it gets to the point where he's like, "We never played one. I never lost." And T Mac's like, "We weren't keeping score." Rachel Nichols goes, "When have you ever known to?" Be playing against Kobe and, he's not and him score. not keeping right. score. And he goes eleven three. He goes eleven <laughs> three. He goes, you know, you know, you lost eleven three. And then they just kept on going back and forth. And then they cut to to T Mac, like now, and he was just bawling. I was like, oh man, bro, it was that was mm-hmm. that was gut wrenching. That uh that that one on one story we're talking about reminds me of the story. I I know this is off topic, but uh when Michael Jordan was talking about OJ Mayo. When he when, when <laughs> went out, Michael Jordan ran his uh, camp for for oh, yeah. players, and OJ, OJ Mayo was... kept running his mouth. Yep. And and when after all the campers, you know, went to bed or whatever in their in their rooms or whatever, uh, Michael, uh, you know, I'm paraphrasing, Michael was like, "I'm I'm gonna school this guy right now," and took him to town. Yeah. And, and yeah. say, so, there's only two oh, athletes that I think would do that. Yeah. It's Michael and, and it's Kobe. those two. Yep. It's those two. Yep. Those two. It does, like 
They'll say, who can wake up faster? It doesn't matter. Yeah, like, exactly. It, like, who's going to fall asleep quicker? It doesn't matter. It, it's game on. Yeah, yeah. it's, uh, well, the O.J. Mayo story was he wanted, I believe it was O.J. Mayo, said, uh, I want to work out with you. Right. He goes, okay, I'll pick you up at 3. He goes, all right, yeah, 3 p.m. See you in the afternoon. He goes, no, 3 a.m. <laughs> and with, um, <laughs> yes. the, the, on that, um, the same story we were talking about when um, Mike was playing O.J. Uh, or uh, uh, O.J. Mayo. Uh, he, he goes, you may be the best you know, high school player in the world. I'm, I'm the best basketball player in the world. <laughs> and I, I just, I, I, yeah, and he was in his 40s at that point, too. Right. Yeah, yeah. He's, I'm still gonna, I'm, he goes, I'm going to school yeah. this kid. You may be the best basketball player in, in, in high school. I'm the best basketball player like, in, OJ, in the world. OJ, if you think Michael gives a shit right. about how yeah, good you think you are, right. OJ, OJ. Um, there, there was a, a commercial when Kobe retired where it was an Otis Redding song, I've Been Loving You, but it's I've Been Hating You. And it's a bunch of Celtics fans singing it to him. And it's a bunch of <laughs> Pistons fans and Clippers fans. And just every, because, and he was during this. He his arms are out, and he's just conducting this hate themed song. <laughs> and it, it kind of it remind. I was like, he was the last villain, the guy that embraced it, because yeah. LeBron couldn't stand it. He hated it. He had to do everything in his power to not be booed anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is the last superstar that I know of that ilk that just not only did he. I think he enjoyed it. It it, it just. It fueled him. It fueled him, and yeah. it was it was the only other person that had fueled like that was Michael. Yeah. And you know, the, like where coaches specifically told opponents of Michael, saying, "Do not talk trash to him." Reggie, right. don't talk shit Reggie. to him. <laughs> Reggie, don't talk shit to him. <laughs> Reggie did, and then the, he dropped there, forty in a quarter. There's <laughs> two more that that got me. It was uh, <laughs> well, first of all, the Allen Iverson. The Allen Iverson. Yeah. Yes, I love you. <laughs> We haven't even talked about that. That was the best one. That was, yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. So it's Allen Iverson came out and said his rookie year, Kobe came up, picked him up when he when he was coming to L.A. to play, and then took him out to dinner. Was just nothing but cordial. And then when he's dropping him back off, Kobe says, "What are you about to do?" He says, "Oh, I'm going to go to the club. What are you about to do?" He goes, I'm going to the gym. Right. That's, that's <laughs> if that's the not Kobe, <laughs> yeah. and that's why Kobe played. That was AI's rookie year, and there's yeah. a reason why Kobe. Outlasted his entire career by then, so like yeah. he owned him. And then the other one was the commercial with Jalen Rose. <laughs> oh, the eighty-one, eighty-one. Oh, how, that's so good. How many olives would you like? <laughs> eighty-one. <laughs> <laughs> no, just two. I'm just kidding. Bobby, any any? I, I have one. Um, that's that's more personal to me. Like it's a personal story. Like this story always. I always think of this story when I think of Kobe. I will now forever uh, equate it. But I was, um, ooh, I was after my junior year at Gonzaga, and I did a service project to Guatemala. And afterwards, I was staying with my family in Guatemala, and that was the summer that they were playing the the Lakers were playing the Magic in the finals. Oh yeah, and um, that was a good series, even though it was only five games. Yeah, four to one, Lakers won. Kobe's MVP. It's also the year after they lost to the Celtics, and then they beat the Celtics the following year too. Um. But so, <laughs> I I remember this so vividly. I I had been sick at the end of my service project trip, and so when my uncles came to pick me up for I was gonna stay for like another week or maybe weekend, extended weekend with them, you know they they picked me up. I went to bed. I missed. They threw this whole huge ho- like family party for me that I I missed the entire thing because I was so sick. So 
after I was feeling better, like it was a stomach thing too. So I was kind of easing into it. I didn't know what I wanted. They thought it was a good idea to take me to like, I think it was a, I think it was an Applebee's. <laughs> you know, they want like, Applebee's in Guatemala. They were like, yeah, they probably, you, know, you probably want some American food. And like, sure. Whatever. <laughs> Applebee's is my but first they were, choice. But they're, they were, I don't think they're huge American sports fans, but they were like Kobe fans. Like right. they they're like, let's go to Applebee's and that way we can also watch the basketball game. And I was like, done. And I, I don't remember which game it was, but Kobe was doing Kobe thing. It wasn't the one that the Lakers lost, um, but they were they were they were winning. And I remember my uncle turning to me and being like, "Wow, I can't believe the Lakers are doing this!" Like, I was like, "I can, one hundred percent." And if this that they just lost last year, do you think Kobe's gonna? Let, and he was like, <laughs> "Well, you think the Magic?" I was like, "They're not." I was like, "The Lakers are not losing to this game, this series. They're they're just not." And uh, they won in five. And I just remember so. Confidently telling them, I was like, Kobe is not going to let them lose this series. Correct. And they won in five. Sure. Um, another, uh, did you guys see uh, Jay Williams on ESPN? Yeah, let day? that shit go. Oh, that too. But the story he was talking about when he first played against Kobe, when he made the league. I didn't see that. He, uh, he talked about, you know, he was, who was with the Bulls his, mm-hmm. his one mm-hmm. year. God, I hated him. Was it the Bulls or was it the, the Bulls? It was the, Bulls. the Bulls. Yeah. Jay Williams from Duke. I'm thinking of Kobe Bryant. And he was the Hornets for sure. They, they drafted him. They drafted him. They traded him immediately. Vladi Divac. There it is. <laughs> How'd you feel about that, Sorry. Charlie? Um, <laughs> but uh, how wizard Jay of you? was talking about how, <laughs> you know, and I hated Jay Williams <laughs> too, too, but I actually really, really like and respect Jay Williams now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Agreed. He, you know, he was like super excited. He hadn't been playing well. He wanted to get in the gym early, um, and he got to he got to the Staples Center like two o'clock in the afternoon before a night game. And who's in the gym? Kobe. Kobe's in the gym working on the same move. And he's like, "Wow, Kobe's here. That's awesome! Like, I'm gonna work out with Kobe." And uh, he puts in a two hour workout. Jay Jay Williams does, and because he 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 wants to, he like he said he shot. Like he got his 200 shots in or whatever it was. Um, it worked out. Goes to the sideline, starts untying his shoes. He still hears the basketball, looks up. Kobe is doing the exact same drill he was doing before yeah. he got there. <laughs> and, Type A athlete. And, and then Jay goes on to say, so, you know, I'm usually not that guy to go seek out another professional athlete and talk to him after a game, but I had to. It was Kobe. I had to ask. So after the game, they lost. He went up to Kobe. He was like, hey, man. Like what? Like what were you doing in the gym for so? Like you put in like four hours of work before the game. Like there's no way. And he, and he was like, there's no way he's gonna play tonight. Like play this play as well. And he said they he rolled him. And he was like Kobe. Like what? What are you doing? How'd you do that? And he was like, he was like, you are never gonna outwork me. Right. And then walked. I just away. wanted to let you know. God, yeah. I, I just wanted to let you know. That's why I love Kobe. You were Brian. never like, gonna. You were never gonna yeah. outwork me. That's so good. And it's true. He, and it, and he was like, "Damn, that's the mama mentality right yeah. there." And then also, just quickly, I don't have to go because everyone knows the story. But I also equate Kobe to the 08 U.S. Gold Olympic team, the redeemed team. The redeemed mm-hmm. team. I mean, yeah. he's the one that brought everyone together. Mm-hmm. And I mean, with without him, they don't win. They, yeah. they probably lose to Spain. Um, he dropped yeah. he dropped twenty and had a clutch four point. I remember that. Yeah. I remember, so vividly remember that four, four point, point play. play. Um, that so. was a good Spanish uh, Spanish team too. Oh yeah. Both Gasols were on that yeah. team. Yeah, I mean, they they were well coached. Again, they don't win that game without Kobe, and I equate Kobe to being like Mister America, the captain of that team, sure. the redeemed team. So, Mister America, but could speak two to three languages. I mean, yeah. he Multiple could speak languages. Italian. I mean, he, it, uh, something he was he was an intelligent guy. He wasn't just so an athlete, smart. and I mean, his he had such a, a level of curiosity for others that put in the same, you know, similar work. Like he. 
he had to sit down with Heath Ledger after the Joker, after yeah. Batman, because mm. he just he had to know what it was like to get Man. like locked in to a role like that. He he just you know what constantly trying to fine tune what to, to get an extra edge, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, you know it's and it's it's stories such as that that that's motivating to me. That what what I would do to sit in a room with Kobe Bryant and, and Heath Ledger. Ledger. Oh, I, I didn't even <laughs> shit. I didn't even think of that. I, or and, and Stanley, just yeah. the three of them, just sitting there. I wouldn't even talk. Talk. I would just yeah. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, I mean, hey, that was a good hour of of Kobe talk. Yeah. Um, Porter, I know you uh, you have to jump. It's getting kind of late, but we want to appreciate we appreciate you being able to phone in with the new sound. No, board. no, I'm not. I'm not leaving. Oh, you're not leaving. Oh, your text. My, my man. He's saying his phone. If, so you're gonna go to your phone, dies. Yeah, I'm saying it's low. I was just—I also put in parentheses quietly, but you, you, that didn't work. <laughs> okay, well, be more. <laughs> what, what was that soundtrack episode? Uh, Please, for to answer your side text, it was good, but I guess not. Do you remember that episode with, when Kenny was uh, in a coma, and they said, and his will was, "Please, for the love of God, whatever you do, if I'm in a vegetative state, don't put me on national television." <laughs> and they're filming on national television. Everyone goes, ooh. <laughs> Sorry. Well, so yeah, I, I well, I wanted to be able to say goodbye before you had. To well, yeah. Go. Well, but yeah, if you well, want, my, yeah, if you if you want to stay, yeah, you're yeah. more than welcome to. So we're we're certainly going to get into the Super Bowl. Um, oh yeah, excited for that on Sunday. I really really hope it's a good game. But uh, really quickly, what are we doing for that? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, my apartment again this year. Yeah, yeah, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sure. yeah. Can I get cupcakes? I think we're going to Tom's. No, you never get cupcakes from me ever again, <laughs> ever. Um, <laughs> no, man. I think I'm. I'm I think I'm going to take a flight. Uh, Fuck! I snorted on that one. <laughs> couple quarterback. Rand, shut the fuck up. <laughs> uh, my mom made us all cupcakes. She wrote your name on it too. <laughs> sorry, sorry, Tom. No, you're fine. Um, Eli Manning has retired from the New York Giants. Philip Rivers looks like uh, that. Marriage between him and the Chargers are done as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Eli's been the one that's certainly in, in more of debate, and you know his Hall of Fame credentials are what's to be discussed. Uh, I believe he was the quarterback for 16, 17 years. Bobby, he was drafted the part of that famous two thousand three draft class or two thousand four. It was two thousand four, wasn't it? Two thousand four. I was a junior, was a junior high school one and a half. Two thousand four and. <laughs> Your year recognition is so ridiculous. Uh, it's it, uncanny. It, it was <laughs> 2004. 2004. Anyways, so 16 years. So I, I guess he's going to be remembered mostly for his two Super Bowl wins against the New, New England Patriots. But, um, you know, Eli's tricky because he's not his brother. He's not. Nobody's his brother. Same amount of Super Bowls. Correct. Uh, his longevity, I, I feel, is what is most impressive in a game that doesn't have much of that anymore. Uh, but there was he had some good seasons, and then he had ones that where he was just a lot of them that was just kind of middle of the road. But that said, you win two Super Bowls, play for that long, and take your team to the playoffs multiple occasions. I, I mean, it's... Also, two I, Super Bowl MVPs. MVPs. It's yeah. not like he just like against the Patriots. Yes, he he got him like he won those games. I mean, kind of. The, you remember that it was the second Super Bowl the, on the sideline. Throw to Manningham. Manningham. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, 
Like, I definitely lost money on both of those games. <laughs> like, and especially the first one, because I was like, I wanted to see the Patriots fulfill destiny yeah. and go 19-0. and 0. Oh, oh, that's what he brought. David Tyree, that little son of a bitch. Yeah. I mean, you win, fucking you win two his- Super Bowl MVPs. I, I, I mean, you're a shoo-in. The only reason people are bitching about it, if this was not Eli Manning, if he didn't have the name Manning, people would still be saying it wouldn't be as much as an uproar as it, as it is. People would say, okay, yeah, he gets in. Maybe he shouldn't. Maybe he should. But I, I wouldn't say he's I, a I first ballot. Maybe. It, if he was, I say he's first ballot automatically. I think he's going to. Because not only, he's got, he's what, tops, he's number seven on, in passing Passing, yards, completions, and touchdowns. And touchdowns. No, I'm just saying, like, he. I know that's he's, a long He's not, uh, I don't think he's of the same, same cloth as, like, you know, when Ray Lewis and Ed Reed. Uh, or, no. no. Like, he, he's not, he wasn't that level of a trip, no. trip football player. I mean, nice. <laughs> I mean, it's it's yeah, it's so tricky. I mean, because if you look at some of the stats, and there was this whole article written about it, he was the definition of average. He literally has a five hundred record. And I would take five. I know records for quarterbacks are one seventeen and one seventeen. Closet is full of beige. Um, <laughs> but he was just very average across the board. He was never an All Pro. He was never the best. But he also played in the greatest era of quarterbacks ever. He played against his brother, Tom Brady. He was in a division with Romo and McNabb. He was, I was just going to say, who do you think is better, Romo or, or, or Manning? Mm. <laughs> say it again. Who's, who's, probably, who's better, Romo or Manning? That's, that's a really tough question. Okay, so I mean, I mean probably, obviously regular season you're going Romo. Right. Yeah. You have to. But in playoffs, I mean, Eli gets it done. He, and he didn't. He so was, he didn't he so didn't, who would I rather have on my team? I'm taking, I'm taking Manning. Yeah, and and also I think because he was such a good guy, and if Walter Payton Man of the Year when the, one year. when the media respects you and it appreciates your, you know, your candor, you're going to be. Re- I mean, To wasn't a first ballot Hall of Famer. He's probably one of the best receivers in NFL history. He's number two on most every list. I don't think he was a first ballot, and it's because he, he just rubbed so many people the wrong way. And yeah, you know, off field antics had to play in that. Yep, and it also needs to be acknowledged that Eli played 17 years in New York. Well. Technically, New Jersey, but whatever. I mean, he, yeah, yeah. you and know, the, like, and the like, toughest market in the world, one of the har- hardest markets to play in, and he did it for you know almost twenty years. Yeah. I've heard arguments, Ian, that people were saying, you know, oh, if you take away his name and if he's like, you know, Eli Smith quarterbacking the Jaguars, he's not a first ballot Hall of Famer. And it's like, I think he, if that were the case, he would be more so, more Hall of so. Fame See, because, that's, that's my thing. I mean, uh. There are salary caps and contingencies in place so that larger market teams don't have an advantage, but they do. It's just yeah. the way the world works. And so, if you were a two-time Super Bowl winner and MVP in Jacksonville, one hundred and and was top seven in three of the biggest categories for a quarterback, one hundred percent, he's a Hall of Famer. So well, the it, fact that he did it with the Giants. Well, you're also forgetting the biggest statistical fact is whenever he played the Redskins, he was incredible. That's not entirely <laughs> true. For the most part, for the most part, it was. But I mean, not like Tiki Barber. No, that's a different story. God damn it! That boy averaged like 180 yards a game against them. Yep. I mean, That's on a bad I, 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 I've said about Eli for such a long time. Eli is the biggest enigma, enigma in sports because he could be a two-time a two Super Bowl MVP level mm-hmm. quarterback, or he could just be the, the derping abs- on the sideline, the absolute worst, just throwing the dumbest passes just and Mark just Sanchez. getting knocked around, <laughs> and with that just mouth breathing the entire time. Yeah, you just look at him. I think I honestly think that has a lot to do with people. Just hating on him. Yeah. Just to look at him on the sidelines with that dumb face. 
People are like, no, vanilla he sucks. ice cream eating motherfucker. You- <laughs> <laughs> uh, but would you put I Phillip? dumbfounded Tom? Yeah, <laughs> nice. Would you put Philip Rivers See, first I ballot? I don't know where Philip Rivers lands. On, Rivers. On, I think he's a better quarterback. Well, yeah, actually, hold on. I can do this. He screwed me over so many times. I know he did, buddy. <laughs> so uh, you per- can make the you can make the argument that Phil Rivers is the best out of those three. The Roethlisberger, Manning, yep. Rivers draft. I and think. He, he and he, oh yeah, I, I agree with it. And he has zero Super Bowls to say. Yeah, and he That's, was on some really really good freaking teams with Ladainian Tomlinson. And, and he had North Turner. You know. Yeah. North Old Turner. Nerve? Old Nerve. <laughs> nerve. Nerve. Nerve Turner. So uh, Pro Football Reference has this tool called uh, Hall of Fame Monitor, and it's basically a way to track a player's not necessarily uh, – hold on. is a metric uh, designated to estimate a player's chances of making the Pro Football Hall of Fame using uh, AV, Pro Bowls, All Pros, Championships, and various stat milestones. So this is just for quarterbacks. So the average score is 100 Eli is at a 82.87. Phil Rivers is at an 87.3. But quarterbacks that Eli Manning is ranked higher than, Ken Stabler, Joe Joe Namath, Bob Greasy, Troy Aikman, and Warren Moon. Troy Aikman, I know he, not saying he shouldn't have been a Hall of Famer, but his talent was, I, I feel, more of a product of the system and being around a Hall of Fame running back and Hall of Fame wide receiver. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like along those lines, that you're saying Troy Aikman's not a Hall of Famer because if Troy he Aikman, is, yeah. he is. No, I know, I know, yeah. he is a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But if you're saying Eli isn't a Hall of Famer, then you're saying no, I'm Troy, saying he should be a Hall of Famer, okay. regardless but, of whether okay, he is. I'm, or not. But I'm talking about the people arguing against Eli. Yeah, so if you're I saying Eli you. shouldn't be in the Hall of Fame, then neither does Troy Aikman, and everyone mm-hmm. agree, everyone unanimously agrees that Troy Aikman should be a Hall of Famer. And how many of those people saying that are Cowboys fans too? That's what's funny. Well, that's true too. That's a different story, but. Yeah. And, and you know, I'd, I would love seventeen th- years of Eli Manning. Does that give me two Super Bowls? Yeah, give me that. Sounds all good. Fucking, I would dude. love that. What instead of our? I'll have more of that. Seventeen quarterbacks starting in that. That sounds range. good. And I'll have that. <laughs> and in terms of you know people <laughs> saying people saying well his stats are a product of longevity. I mean Dan Marino's rating is way higher than Eli's, but there are a lot of stats that are similar between the two, and that Eli's actually better than at. Mm-hmm. And also add on, Dan never won a Super Bowl or a Super Bowl MVP, for that matter. And, I, I mean, I think Eli is just a no-brainer. And I compare this a lot to, you know, he is New York's football Derek Jeter. I mean, aside from the world, the multiple more championships, I think... He was a constant in the team Derek, captain. Derek Jeter was never the best shortstop in the game. Was he ever the best shortstop? At, well, no. He, yeah. No. And Derek Jeter was not. He was not. He def- never won defensively. A gold, he never won a gold glove. He won. He won gold. He won like five gold gloves. Did he really? Yeah. They never won just, MVP. That's what it was. He never. Yeah. Won, he was never an MVP. Neither was Eli. But those gold gloves were also just because of his name. Well, it's 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 also how your talent is also has a narrative with how you're thought of personally. Porter. Yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what's up, what's up? Are you guys doing your texting thing? What's up, Greg? What's up? What's up, brother? I was waiting for it. Talk, talk to me. Talk to me, baby. Talk no, to me. Well, I'll show you. Nope, 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 nope. Oh man. Nope. Um, <laughs> and it's also interesting that these conversations are coming up back to back weeks because Derek Jeter was just elected to the Hall of Fame last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Who was the asshole that didn't vote for him? I don't know. Like, as an Orioles fan, how do it you? It was not- me. <laughs> 
five and one. <laughs> but I, so, and uh, I think um, I know we allude to this show all the time, but it's what I listened to. Granddaddy had a good conversation about this, you know, because of the one guy who didn't vote for Derek Jeter, and they were basically saying like this whole system is fraud. Like it comes down every Hall of Fame, it comes down to this: is you are you? It's a yes or no question. Are you a Hall of Famer? Yes or no? Derek Jeter, yes. It's the same thing. And everyone also who arguing that Eli, everyone's like, well, he's going to get in, but he doesn't deserve it. Well, then here's a question. Is he a Hall of Famer? Yes or no? Well, yeah. End of discussion. That's End of it. Discussion. If you say yes, then he's in. Well, he doesn't deserve it. But by saying that he's going to get in means he deserves it. I just don't understand how you could have two Super Bowl MVPs. Look up contradiction in the Okay, so there's right. also the people who were saying Eli doesn't belong in, but then they were- Sounds the, like you've had many of these conversations. Oh, you have no fucking clue, especially at the bar. Like I just get it all the time. So- People even say Julian Edelman belongs in the Hall of Fame. How the yeah. fuck can you tell me Julian Edelman belongs in the Hall of Fame if Eli doesn't? Yeah. You can't. No. Yeah, but even way more of a product of the system. Than, yeah, but Edelman's yeah, like really was. handsome. Everyone's getting a yeah, real and that's the thing. He is, he is great looking. He's beautiful. Uh, yeah, and that's and what then, I'm saying. I, think really, I really do think that and right, Eli's and, mouth and really and Porter, Porter brings up a good point. It's, it's, and th- you're not talking about whether this person deserves to be in the Hall of Fame or not. You're, talk- you're bringing into question the integrity of the Hall of Fame, and that's a different conversation. The way the Hall of Fame it's stands... The Hall of Fame. Right. The way the Hall of Fame stands right now, you know, Eli deserves to be in. Derek Jeter deserves to be in, probably unanimously. It's a yes, it's yes or no, and it's yes for both of those guys. How they determine who gets in the Hall of Fame is a totally different question. Mm-hmm. So, but but the way the Hall of Fame, so that's why people would say, yeah, he'll get in. But okay, that's it. That's in the conversation. I, well, I think it it has a lot to do with the fact that just like that towards the end of his career being so just happy. Uh, yeah, it's just like meh. Like he 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 fizzled out. Yeah, he, he, he should have retired he a few a, years he ago. He had an amazing career. Exactly. Like he didn't he didn't end on top. That's, I think, Eli's biggest uh, dig against him is that he basically got to the point and kept going. He kind of limped, he couldn't, limped he his couldn't way back. Out. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So the, the most recent memory of him is not doing well. So everyone's like, why the hell would we put him in the Hall of Fame not paying attention to his you know decade plus of fucking sure. uh, experience within the NFL? I think that's part of the larger narrative of the fact that he's just, he, in the last, what, I, I'm going to be... Probably overstepping, but I'm going to say like three years. Yeah, was just like garbage. Yeah, yeah. I, I, that's why they drafted the quarterback. Yes, and you know, at the same time, he, I, I agree that he limped towards the end of his career. But I am glad that we never got to see him in another uniform because we're about to see that with yes. Phil Rivers. True, and that's going to be weird. And maybe Tom Brady. Brady. And, and maybe no, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. And, and you know, like Emmett Smith ended his career in Arizona. Jerry Rice, where did he end up? Seattle. Like, Seattle. I forgot about that. It's just Joe weird. Montana, where, where did he end up? Kansas was it Kansas, was it Kansas City, City or was Joe, there another one? Joe Namath played, ended his career in the, with the Rams. It's just – and I actually think Phil Rivers has probably got another year in him maybe. Uh, yeah. If he goes to a right system or if he has to do something like – like if he goes to a good opportunity in Tampa with those receivers or mm. Tennessee with that running game. I mean, it, it, it's – He's still, uh, from a quality perspective, I still think he's a starting caliber quarterback. He's not to the same Hall of Fame level that he once was, but uh, I mean his his longevity should be acknowledged too. And you know, again, I I really think he's the better, the best out of those three. I agree. Um, I I could see Tampa as a good fit for him with Jameis Winston being a pending free agent. 
I I would assume Tennessee would want to run it back with Ryan Tannehill, but they got Tanny. They're not going. Anywhere. Yeah, but uh, you know, he's going to have some options and fucking white people. <laughs> hey, and and he he you know, congrats on the sex, Phil Rivers. You're really good at it. And um, nine. Nine. Nine confirmed. Well, I, also, this is a guy that's... What if he goes to like Chicago? Not even and two like, years removed from right? taking the Chargers to a 12-win season in the... They made the playoffs last year. They beat the that's Ravens. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And yeah. They, yeah. But and they won 12... They won more games than the Ravens. They had to play a road game, one of those weird scenarios. But they won 12 games mm-hmm. in Pat Mahomes' division. They beat him once in Arrowhead. And, you know, he's only two years removed from that. Oh. So he's probably still got some ball left. Exit out of it. Tommy doesn't know how technology works. Technology, Tom. Pornhub. No. <laughs> Just well for Tom, that is Pornhub. Fuckerthor.com. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> so I've, 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 I've got to say one. I've got to. So Tom texted me earlier today about what we're going to talk about on the podcast, and I just want to talk about uh, my three Super Bowl championships. Yeah, we're, we're getting there. Oh, we getting there? Yeah. Okay, good. Because I'm, I'm really excited about what I, who I picked. I got, oh, you. Yeah. I, I got you, big dog. Tom's got this. I got you, what? which is exactly, that's what I was pulling up was the Super Bowl. <laughs> You're info. on the group chat, Porter. <laughs> Did you say what? <laughs> so you don't. Smooth read. segue. No, I, 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 I don't. I don't. Very, very I, cool, I guys. I really hard. Thanks. I try really I, hard. I read them. I, I read. I liked. Um, I, I emphasized. Yep. Uh, okay. Super Bowl Sunday, kickoff around I believe six thirty. We got J Lo and Shakira doing the halftime show in Miami. Hell yeah! Yes. Hell yes! Hell yes! Um, and we're gonna get to your betting, your your prop bets oh, coming fuck. coming I, forth. I forgot to even look at those. But as Rag just mentioned, I'm teed up here for you, buddy. Rag, I'm gonna let you go first. Oh man, really? They're gonna be cupcake. Yes. Oh, uh, you you get a cupcake. Ian never gets cupcakes ever again. <laughs> First of all, you know it's a lie. That's you give not, me a cookie, I yeah, give you a cookie. You, you're gonna tell me your mom's not gonna make one. She, 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 she's probably making them for you right now. <laughs> all right, she's making, she's making Gregory too. I know that. Yeah, mm. yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, Gregory. All right. <laughs> your favorite Super Bowl is Rag. Uh, I wanted to go up and see what everyone thought. Had the same. I'm, I'm sure Ian and I have the same answers as usual. Rag, go ahead. <laughs> so, uh, and my my three favorite Super Bowls. Um, that I was able to witness were uh, oh, the number three were when the Giants beat the Patriots to ruin their perfect record. 2008. 2008. Okay. All right. Number two was the longest yard game when the Rams beat the Titans. Yep. And then number one was uh, when Adam Vinatieri scored. Uh, beat the Rams. Rams. Yeah. Okay. So you got two Patriots games and the Titans-Rams game. Correct. Okay. Ooh. Um, my... Three seed was the um, a game that does not get enough recognition was the Steelers Cardinals game. <laughs> you stole it. Yep, that's my three seed. That was an incredible that catch by Santonio San Holmes, a ninety-nine yard touchdown pick six by James Harrison to close the the first half. Larry Fitzgerald going and getting into Larry Fitzgerald boat. I mean, it was two thousand nine. Yeah, yeah, we were we were at yeah we we're at uh, Nina's house. I was, I was not. I was fucked up not? somewhere. I was in <laughs> South Carolina. I was, I was, I was in a. I was Who in the a, hell was I with? Who the hell did I hit? <laughs> Thank you. I was <laughs> the in a Mexican, diabetes. I was in a Mexican restaurant, hammer drunk, screaming out, "Kurt Warner and the fucking Cardinals!" People were like, "Yeah, man, you, 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 you chill the fuck out." Kurt Warner. Um, that's my three seed. Um, 
Two seed is the famous 28-3 comeback from the Patriots to the Falcons, the one overtime in Super Bowl history, which is still an incredible statistic. That we're, What are we at, 55 years of this? 54. 54. This is 54. Um, my number one seed rag is Rams-Titans. Uh, that is a game that will forever be etched in my mind. The longest yard. London Fletcher. You're Super goddamn champ. right. Bobby, Ian, who, who's up? You're goddamn goof. <laughs> Ian, go ahead. So, I'm still looking. At uh, okay. Now you want to pick other ones because I assume I picked yours. No, yeah. So now I mean, my number one has always been my number one. That is what it is. But which is Cardinal yeah. Steelers? Cardinal Steelers gotcha. is, 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 is my number one. I fucking love that game. Yep. It was just just the emotion of that, just going back and forth. Yeah. I thought it was the best one. And then the twenty-eight to three. God, that was so ridiculous. And they watch that at Rags House. And then Rams Titans. In no specific so, order, mm-hmm. but number we one. We have the same exact three. Yes. In no, <laughs> but Ram, the, the Rams Titans. You two are so cute. You Look at that. would. <laughs> but my number one, hands down, hands down is Steelers Cardinals. Yep. It was amazing. Yeah, I'm going to do. Damn, stuff. I think my number one actually is probably Rams Titans. I think I think because that was that's the first Super Bowl I remember actually watching the whole game. Well, and sitting down and watching, and also a couple of those stories was we never knew who Kurt Warner was until just months before that, and it was the Rams who were considered one of the worst teams in NFL history, coming out of nowhere with their backup quarterback to having the best offense in league history, and then also the Tennessee Titans, like the, that was the first yeah. and only Super Bowl that the Oilers slash Titans franchise has ever been to, and. Steve McNair. I mean, it was just Eddie George. Yeah, Eddie it, George. it just had a lot of factors that we're not used to. We really haven't seen. The- Porter went to Fort Hugh Military Academy. Just there you saying. go. No big deal. Hey yo. Um, I think I have to add the Giants beating the Patriots to ruin the perfect season. Yeah, I, I love that it's, one. It's got to be there. I just lost money, so I don't like that three. one. Yeah. That Patriots Panthers one back in high school was really good too. Uh, Jake Delhomme. Yeah, that one was really good. That was um, a wardrobe malfunction. Um and then I think I had to go That's a fully man. I had to go Patriots Falcons because oh. that I mean, obviously the game was insane but I remember I w- it was me and this other girl who were the only ones watching the game because all of our friends went off tattooing themselves and didn't care about and got hammered drunk and did not care about the oh, game. Yeah. And I, we were both like uh guys this is becoming a game. This is this is, we're watching history right now. This is incredible. You guys should be watching this, and they were all shit faced. But I remember that comeback like it was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. So those are my three. Key. Porter, you got any for us, bud? Um, I think um, when Slytherin took Hufflepuff. Oh, yeah, I was gonna say DC in United. 2008. I'm gonna mute you. It was fucking great. <laughs> and then when it was uh, uh, what was it? The turd sandwich versus the giant douche. <laughs> that was. What was that your, was fucking phenomenal. What was your favorite celebrity deathmatch one? Well, no, I think what takes the cake is honestly uh, DC United versus the Washington Mystics in 2016 was just breathtaking. Who won that game, Greg? You know, Greg, if you were at Hogwarts right <laughs> DC now. DC United, come on. Man, why you always got to <laughs> kill a vibe like that? If you were at Hogwarts right now and you were the sorting hat and I was the sorting hat. All right, did hat? everybody else giggle? Am I am I wrong? Did I not hear that right? Did everyone laugh? Is anyone <laughs> yeah, expecting me to once. give a real answer to this? <laughs> no. the, the, the real answer, I would like to hear a real answer. The real answer is you're I, a, you are a Hubblepuff. I have said multiple times, it doesn't matter. Every time, it, even when the Redskins play, 
I, I, I have no emotional investment in any of this. All I like doing is sitting in a room with my best friends, drinking beer yes. and having fun times and fucking chill. Yeah, my yeah. social aspect. You're right here, right now, right? I care about on a goddamn sports podcast. No goddamn sports podcast. Like I, 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 I couldn't. I don't even remember honestly. If I were to probably take five minutes, I could give you an answer. Who even played in the Super Bowl last year? <laughs> I, I don't. I don't care. Hold on, I'll no tell one tell him. Well said, Greg. I know. Actually, I, Greg, I, you should be well able to said. get this one. Huh. You should be able to get who played in the Super Bowl last year. No, you all got hammer drunk at the Super Bowl last year. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Leading yeah. up to it. Yeah, I got nothing. Think about it. Uh, the Patriots? That's yes. And, oh, right, the shit-eating of the Eagles? No. No. no that, that was, was two years ago. That was two years ago. Uh, the Patriots and... We watched at Ian's. Hmm. I, I won squares. Hmm. No, nope, I remember was, that. It, it, was a, it was a dream. I remember being angry about that. It was so dreamy. So dreamy. So Very. dreamy. This blonde hair. Oh, is... right. The Ram. Photographic <laughs> memory. <laughs> so, so smart. Good job, Gregory. So proud of you. All right. But yeah. It, it took all of you to give me a hint. Like, that's my point. <laughs> no, yeah. it's fair. It's, it's fair. You no, know, like, whatever. Whatever. It's, you know. So, you know what? That's the, that's the number one one. Even though that was the worst Super Bowl fucking all right. ever. I can't believe nobody, so nobody talked about. Of the, the, the 2002 game against the uh, Patriots and the Rams. Oh, someone, no, some, no someone said that. that someone said he did. Yeah, oh, uh, you did. That's my number one. That's my number one. And that's when, that is a legitimate when, number when, one. When Adam Edizer hit, hit, hit that field goal for 17-14. Tom oh. Brady's first comeback. I wanted the Rams. Yeah. Um. All right. On to the actual game itself. I believe the Chiefs are favored by a point and a half. Ian. Jeez. Yeah, they are. The show is yours. What are some of your pending bets? So I, I have Sunday not looked night. at the props because I'm not going to do the props until Sunday. Okay. So all it is is I'm taking the over. I'm going over 55. I'm taking San Francisco plus one and a half. You would. I would, and I am, and I think <laughs> it's going to hit. And then I'm going. Well, I said the same thing. Then I'm going to parlay it with Ooh. the over of the national anthem. Oh boy, <laughs> who's singing it? Oh, it's um. I know who it is. It's um. It's not Kelly Clarkson. Is it? Okay, Clarkson? I've already heard this. Oh, song Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> no, no. It's uh, it's Vanessa yeah. Hutchins. Yeah. Have you ever knelt during it? No, actually. Maybe I should do that next time. <laughs> oh God. Piss off all the rednecks. <laughs> and be like, you know what? I actually served. Be like, you know what? I haven't punched anyone in the face in a long time. Let me just go ahead and kneel during this national anthem. <laughs> Apparently, so it is. I saw this. Who is singing it? It's um. The fuck? Say her name. Demi Lovato. <laughs> it's Poot Lovato. Oh, Demi Lovato. Actually, I'm going to take the over. Yeah, so I saw something actually this week that's like she has sung the national anthem at like five or so major sporting events, like all-star games, yeah. World Series game, whatever, blah, blah, blah. She's hit the over every single time. Of course. Yeah. Um, the only one who hits the over on, like over on over on over is Christina Aguilera. I actually remember, I don't remember who sang oh, last God. year, but I remember we did like the prop bet right here like in this living room when we were watching the game. And like the, whoever, there was like this like I think oh, sassy like black lady, and she was like, "All right, over under, uh, probably over." And she goes, 
Oh, <laughs> and we're like over. She already hit it, yeah, like, yeah, and she took forever. It was like a four-minute anthem. We're like, oh my god, this woman is taking forever to sing the anthem. Nothing, I, nothing beats Fergie. Yeah. Oh my well, god, that was just the worst. That was, that, that was incredible. Oh. Has anyone found her eyebrows? <laughs> <laughs> well said. Still looking for oh her. My god, eyebrows. that is the worst. That was the worst anthem I've ever heard in my yeah, life. Yeah, like in. Man, that was bad. Ever, just of all time. Ever. Ever. Yeah. I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take me in Pling Pong. Okay. 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 And I'm gonna take me with the squares and parlay it with me also in uh beer pong. I don't think we're gonna have beer pong. Shut up, Tom. So you, <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Tom. With that parlay, I will take all of those odds. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Maybe I could do beer pong to set it up outside. Get a let's, fire pit going for for those like that want to be outside. Oh, hell 50. yeah, brother. <laughs> don't let Cookie be in charge of the fire pit. You might burn the house down. Yeah, that's true. Or don't let Tom near a grill next to a house. That'll burn the house down, too. Or don't let Bill climb a tree. <laughs> <laughs> I told you. Don't worry. The rope is here. Not a talk. I done did set it. Um, all right. So, Ian, you going, it sounds like you're going, you said Niners plus one and a half. Mm-hmm. Is that your pick? You're going San Fran? I am. I'm going to San Fran. I think with the running game. You guys want a beer? Anybody want a beer? <laughs> yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm good. yeah, yeah, brother. You? Thanks. Actually, do you have do you have like a Michelob Ultra? Actually, that's the only thing I have. I know because <laughs> <laughs> I'm old now. I'm like, you know what's good? Michelob Ultra, which it's never good because I'm trying to watch my figure. <laughs> fish, because it's fish. Even uh, though Bud Light, Miller Light, and all of them are the exact same fucking thing, I think they're off by like one calorie. Like who gives a shit? This is going to be a game of offense versus defense. Chiefs offense versus San Fran, de- uh, San Francisco defense. Yeah. Right. Yep, that's usually how football San Usually, 49ers. Usually, a With good Rob def- Schneider. <laughs> Rob Schneider. As, as a stapler. He's a carrot. <laughs> derpy, derpy Rob, Rob Schneider is a football in the Super Bowl with the 49ers. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't know that he's a carrot. <laughs> Tommy, you were saying? Usually, oh, usually a good defense beats a good offense. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry I just, that's, that's funny. That's funny. Goddamn. Yeah, usually, ball. well, especially when you're playing snood. You know, that's uh, really important yeah. to have a really. What the fuck is a snood? Greg, what is snood? Snood? I have no. I just know what I think. I want to uh, just snood. Is there an app for that? Because I'm. It's, it's, it's a thing. <laughs> snood. Greg, it's amazing you don't know what snood is because I feel like you are 100 percent the person that would I'm, find I'm a very I, I, much I, I, over I, your life. I seem like a snood man to you. 100. <laughs> tell me what snood means. Yo, they got you're, you're you're the original. Man. Oh, they have to. Oh, look, there's Will cop. There's a penguin. Look at the wee boots. To, to, to Tom's point, see last right. year, Patriots I, against the the Rams offense. See, mm-hmm. both Giants wins over the Patriots. Ravens. See the Patriots win over the Rams. See the Ravens two years. See the Bucks over the Raiders. I mean, there's a track record for the better defense winning. I, I saw. I'm really surprised that the line hasn't moved very much because it opened up with Kansas City favored, but everybody who I've talked to, like sports related. They're like, yeah, they're actually taking San Francisco plus one and a half. And what's weird, this is like the closest spread that I can, rem- like, 
Yeah. yeah. A point and a half is ridiculous. Up, yeah. It's going to be a good game. It's be I, a really I, good at game. this point, that's all I want. Just yeah. last year sucked well, yeah, so much. Yeah. Just yeah. I, I just want to see a good game. And I guess for Kansas City to win this this Sunday, and I really hope they do. That's who I am undoubtedly rooting for, is they cannot start off with these horrible starts like they did last week mm-hmm. and the week before. That Can't is not going to work against this defense. Because then you got it to pass, and guess what? <laughs> Them boys are going to put their ears back and just come to yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's got to be better. Cause, I mean, last year, the Super Bowl was so bad that I moved to Baltimore, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why. Can't, all right, how do we, how do we it, turn it, him off? Is, just mute him right here. Is, is, Snoot, <laughs> is, is Snoot an app? Like, He's still looking at Snoot. Do you not remember the last time you were on, too? You said, what the fuck is Snoot? Well, is it an app? on? Like, what, is, I mean, it used to be a computer game. Am I, am I lunatics? Is that what it is? That's Snoot. Yes. Snoot. Yeah, that's Snoot. Okay, I'll, so a TV guide. <laughs> Not that old, Gregory, or young. What? <laughs> so we were right the whole time. Maybe that dumb. Broly <laughs> was right. I, I am with l- literally downloading Snood right now. You think they came for the Ragman? The Ragman. See what I did there? <laughs> Ragland. Nice. I have that Hilarious. Time. Good trips. Um, I'm with Tom. I'm rooting for the Chiefs. It's hard to pick against the Niners, though, because both offenses are Chiefs have the worst defense. Yeah. The worst and unit run on defense. the defense. The worst, yeah, that's true. Worst unit on the field between both offenses unit. and defenses are mm. uh, suck my unit. Suck my unit. Or the Chiefs <laughs> is the Chiefs defense. And I think that's where Shanahan is going to take make his bread and butter. But you know, if there's ever a player to just go off and, and and tear up this defense or just make a dramatic it's comeback. It's, it's Pat Mahomes. It's Michael Crabtree. <laughs> Jeremy <laughs> Macklin. Eagles. Eagles. All right. Um, Ian, I'm, I'm going to go Chiefs. I, I, I mean, just feel like you give two weeks of, of that offense to prepare appropriately. And if they can just control the co- clock and, and not turn the ball over, which Kansas City does, I I just I feel like they have just too much firepower, and the NFL is designed for offenses to beat defenses. I, I, I'm going to go just, Chiefs. We just went through all the things. of I know. I'm going that's, Chiefs. It's also like, that's why I think I'm picking the Chiefs too. Like The script is almost too... like in favor of the Niners winning. Like, they're underdogs when they probably shouldn't be. The over-under is super high. They have the better defense. They have the offense that go that goes against. What they do best is what Kansas City's defense does the worst. The script is just too perfect in my mind for the 49ers to win it. That's why I feel like I feel like the Chiefs are going to pull it off. And I think it's the, it's the Chiefs' time. I you agree. Said, you said the 49ers are going to win? I, I think time. if they play like 10 it's games, yes. I would you say the Niners it? probably win like I would, I would love to make seven it or eight. Okay. Let's make this interesting. Maybe, not, maybe just seven. Let's say Ra- they go seven to Ra- three or six and four. But I th- I'm going to say Sunday is the Chiefs' day. So That's fair. I'm, I'm picking the Chiefs. I hope it's like a shootout, though, back and forth. You would. San Francisco doesn't have it unless Mostert can do what I he mean, did. did what, what, I mean, look what they did with the, the Saints. That was ridiculous. Okay, and Alfred Morris did what his rookie year? Like, Kyle Shanahan game plans. Yeah. Better than yeah. God damn it. Jimmy Garoppolo completed eight passes, and yeah. they molly-whopped Aaron Rodgers and company. Who, which team, I mean, 
which if one team which team if if they were to fall behind is less likely to come back 49ers 100% mm-hmm. even going even Chiefs going against that defense yeah cuz there i mean one team is built for the lead one team is built for anything yeah. comeback was you built for speed or built for comfort. I was yeah, just going to say that. You motorboating <laughs> son of a bitch. Is she still the building? <laughs> Where is she? <laughs> Where is she? Where is she? Old sailor. You walk it off. You walk it off. All right, Ian. Now, let's, I also think it's going to go over 55. Go ahead, brother. Let's, what yeah. you got? Let's make it interesting. What you got? All right, so Chiefs, you're 49ers. I'm going 49ers. All right. I, I think we need to make a bet on this. Turn your mic, sweetie. Thank you. My bad. Sorry, guys. I will bet you two, Actually, you know, two I, friendships. Let me go coins. You, yo, I got it. You okay. will bet us a billion Stanley Nichols. DC Defenders tickets. Oh, oh. winner pays for the ticket. Okay, no, loser that, that pays. Sorry, loser pays. Rag, rag has to come. Friendship. All right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> that, that's mean. I don't. I didn't. If I'm just right, kidding. Okay, okay. So how many? How many? How much are the tickets? No, no. What were you thinking? What were you thinking? I was thinking. So I, I'm trying to. Money. Uh, Turn your rag. Money. Right, money. Thanks. Money would be. Uh, I'm I'm thinking that if this is live prop betting on PMIC podcast, yeah, I know th- th- this isn't be a serious bet. No money. Let's just do something. No money. Real. Okay. okay. Fair enough. Um, I have a Troy Aikman signed autograph. No, you let me finish. <laughs> I literally have a John Carlson signed puck from Rag from betting like this. What? Yeah. So there am I, it's, oh wait, did you win that back? Yeah. No. 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 I never did. No. No. If if I if I win. The Kansas City Chiefs. If the if the Chiefs beat the Patriots, I mean, <laughs> God damn it! Just let me, if the Chiefs beat the Forty Nine, <laughs> Chiefs beat the. If the <laughs> Chiefs, rag, you're rag, you're right here. Let's bring you right here. Let's if, slow it down. Chiefs Forty Nine. If Chiefs the Chiefs beat, yeah, there we go. Let's slow that tempo. Forty Nine ers. I get the, the 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 hockey puck back. Mike Carley. Yeah. All right. What are you putting up then? If they lose, you have to put your Troy Aikman, my Troy Aikman football. Oh. Somewhere in this in this house, oh. this visible. Wait, both of those things. Right, benefit- so that's bad for Hold me. On, wait, both, both, ways. both of those things benefit you. Uh, okay, true. <laughs> <laughs> what do you get? Because like, you know damn well I want my Cartley puck way more than I want a Troy Aikman football. True. So what? what Especially about, with the way what about, he's playing this year. What about yes, Bart Starr? How about both? You can't do both. What else we got? I'd say John Carlson. How about how about box seats? We box seats. Well, okay, for what game? <laughs> box seats right here. Sorry, what was that, Greg? Nothing. Don't worry about. It. Okay. <laughs> the, the, sorry. This is a great segment. Yeah, up. slowing down, guys. Hurry up. No, no, no I'm sorry. Sorry. I, I, all right. For, Losing speed. It's got. It's got. I be, mean, we are, We already know what what I have. You want the Carly puck, right? But what what else do you have? Bart Star, autograph wise, anything that would intrigue me. Bart Star, Jeff yeah. Jeff Gordon, uh, Dirk Dirk. No, Dwight, let's Dirk. let's go more Marvel wise. What do you got? Oh man, I got the Marvel wise. Bullshit! You Bullshit! Mar- In your house, I know. Yes, you, you do. You think I'm giving you Stanley's autograph? No, no, no. I don't want that. That's yeah. that's way too much. I'm talking about like the the gauntlet. Plus this, plus maybe what the helmet? Why are you making this bet? You could give a shit about a John Carlson puck. I got it from him from playing beer pong. That's all I wanted. Very true. <laughs> the the gauntlet plus the plus what? The, the stormtrooper helmet. 
I fair, fair enough. Fine, fine. But I also get to pick another Redskins hat of my no, choosing. I'm I'm losing this bet. <laughs> You're losing I, this could, bet? I could go on Amazon and buy a fucking gauntlet and a stormtrooper hat for fucking hundred fifty dollars. I'll, 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 uh, uh, fine, done. Fair enough. Right. Fair trade. Gauntlet and <laughs> gauntlet helmet for the John Carlson buck. Done. Are you done. Sure? Yes. Yep. Fair enough. Mm. Write it down. Well, wait, record. We'll remember. All right. Well, that was interesting. We gotta we gotta spice it up. You know? Spice it up. Not really. Spice of life. <laughs> Plus three hundred fifty zero dollars. Which one do you want to hit? The- <laughs> 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 that was a great segment. Uh. <laughs> Don't push the red ones. Don't push the red ones. Yeah. Ooh, that's loud. That is great. Right, um, let's get everyone's picks for fuck's sake. This, um, this is what happens after I get naked out of the shower. <laughs> Sorry. So, Rag, you're going Chiefs. Ian, you're going Niners. Bobby, you're going Chiefs. <laughs> yeah. Porter, what say you? Tom Wiggs in a room. Niners. Niners. That's mine. There it is. Oh, because it's drums? Yeah. Cool. Very cool. <laughs> Tight. I just, I just want to have a goddamn sports podcast. Both tight and chill. Bobby, looks like Dusty Baker's gonna be hired by the Astros soon, if not already. It's been announced, so maybe we'll get. No, it hasn't been announced, but they're saying it might come. We'll get into that tomorrow. We'll get into that next week. Not about the going, as is the coming. Yep. Cool. Created a monster. Sorry, I'm sorry, guys. I, I hate myself. <laughs> Why you hate yourself? Well, we, you hate what, your friends. Yeah. Um, <laughs> thanks to everyone that was listening. Yeah, uh, I, I, it was felt good to talk about what was an awful, awful day on Sunday. Um, you know, uh, thoughts and prayers go out to uh, the Bryant family and then also the other families that were uh, affected by this. R.I.P. Kobe. Absolutely, and uh, you know, may we live in your. Uh, competitive way of life that's a horrible way to end it but sorry um yeah thanks rag thanks for coming on yeah thank you Raggy, appreciate you us. appreciate you telling our your intimate stories of kobe during your la days i love you guys of course yeah, yeah. porter uh, thanks for being on your phone didn't die yeah no it's limping on i got four percent sweet excellent perfect timing see All you right. see you never um, <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Greg. So Greg, I haven't seen, I, Greg, I haven't seen you since like I'm Abby Foster's wedding. I don't think. Shit talk. <laughs> uh, Way moved to Baltimore. You won't see him until probably your bachelor party. <laughs> Here, this is this is Porter. It's a good little segment, or a little good little sound bits that they put into this thing. The yeah. goddamn goof. Goddamn goof. All right, well, Wait, what was Haley's over under first and foremost? Oh, it's a hat. Uh, she actually didn't give one, but I'm assuming it was going to be two hours. Yeah, that's what we're gonna, halfway. That's where we're going to hit. Oh, there we go. There's one halfway. Um, hey, it's like you're here. Um, all right. Well, thanks again for everyone to uh, sticking through the to two hours. Obviously, you know, save for the Kobe stuff. We weren't planning on talking this long, but. Someone who affected everyone's lives as sports fans and as someone, you know, everyone looked up to, everyone idolized him um, in one way or another. So it's a very shaking day, something we'll never forget. That's something we have on record. I'm going to meet you, Gregory. Um, <laughs> something we have on reg- record. 
now that we have uh, you know said all our thoughts and obviously our Boston prayers go out to his family and all the families affected uh, by yep. that tragedy. Hundred percent. Um, again, don't forget that there were seven other people outside of the Bryants on that uh, helicopter, so it's it doesn't just affect them and the basketball world. Um, another note: thanks for listening. Thanks for following along. Thanks for spreading the word, giving us subscriptions um, and ratings. Put me in Coach Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and SoundCloud. You can also give us a follow on social media at PMIC Podcast, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Raggy's not on the social medias, um, but uh, he's always fun to have around. Thanks again for joining us. Love, love, love. At Ian underscore Foster 21 for Iggy, at Tom underscore Natali for Tom, at Bobby underscore Blanco for myself, and at 301 call Gregory for Greg. Have um, a good time. enjoy the super bowl everyone we'll be back next week to recap and maybe talk preview baseball because it's fucking two weeks away jesus christ oh my god yeah um all right how is that a thing right uh for porter rag ian tom i'm bobby we'll talk to you later everybody night kisses this has been put me in coach podcast